You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win. What do you tell them, Al? Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano, at the 50. Oh, I know. It's definitely. 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 Oh, I Why, thank you, Brent Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Welcome to episode number 225 of Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate everybody joining us live here tonight in Murph's Fan Cave, uh, where we're going to... we're going to talk about another weird week in Raider Nation, man. I'm telling you, we can't get just like a normal week going together. Right? Man, like, let's reset this dang thing, man. Like, oh, sheesh. But anyways, we're, we'll get to all, all of that uh, here in just a little bit. But appreciate everybody joining us live here on the YouTubes, uh, youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Everybody that's in there in the chat tonight, Michelle Sweat, Raider Gear and Threads, that's our buddy Jay. Uh, Tyrone Graves is in there. Ron, the Mater Raider, of course, holding it down with the band hammer. Appreciate you, Ron, and everything you do to... to uh, uh, hold it down for our chat room, which typically doesn't get out of line, but every once in a while we'll get a straggler that'll pop in there and say something stupid. Um, and it, Raider Critique, what's up, Raider Critique? Uh, Raider Critique had a nice conversation with him on uh, Monday night. He invited me to join him on his show, and we kind of talked about all that weirdness that's going on in Raider Nation, and I appreciate that conversation always with our good friend Nathan. Uh, PSB Sports Rough Cut, D the Sun is in there. 
uh, Paul in Shropshire, Mississippi, otherwise known as the UK, is in there. Uh, Raider Born Rico, uh, so many of our good friends, Lalo Meloso, Daniel Manga, Storm. We appreciate you all very, very much for joining us for this episode. And uh, so I mentioned you can uh, join us live every week on the YouTubes. That is at 4 p.m. Pacific and uh, 7 Eastern. And uh, and anybody that's joining us and listening to us on the fan-sided website or just Blog Baby, we appreciate you all so very, very much. Uh, thank you for patronizing us here at Raiders Fan Radio. All that we ask is that uh, if you like what you hear, uh, find us on an audio version of the podcast. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. And uh, man, I'm telling you, this partnership we have with Fansided and Just Blog Baby is uh, really taking our show to uh, unprecedented uh, areas in terms of listeners and whatnot and so we appreciate all of our new folks very very much for checking in uh with this episode of raiders fan radio i'm murph as i mentioned uh i'm your kind of your host through this thing but i have the two best co-hosts in the business starting off with the man that adorns the western annex of the murph's fan cave desk he is the legendary my real life uncle one of the men that birthed me into raider nation welcome to the show uncle mosh hey what's up mosh check check Check. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really don't. You really don't? No, I'm I'm good. I'm just teasing. Okay. So <laughs> don't uh, tell me that I'll start getting panicked and turning I, dials over here. I'm notorious uh, for those that haven't listened. I'm notorious uh, for always saying I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing because I need it like 150 decibels in my ears. You know, it's got to be like a Who concert, or I ain't getting crap. <laughs> and you have polarized hearing too. You you're either like I can't hear it, or oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I can't hear. It's yeah, too hot. I was hot. about to say, if it goes to 151 decibels, he's like, ah, I'm way hot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're killing me. Oh my gosh. It's that way with my sight, too. It's selective, you know? Like, I can't read. I can't read anything. It's got to be right. I got to have the, the 325 on the glasses, but I can spot a deer. 20 miles away in the woods. Uh, it's the craziest you know, it's, thing. Masha will be driving down the interstate, and he'll be like, look at that doe. And I'll be like, what? <laughs> Where? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's welcome, selective. Welcome, welcome to the show, Uncle Mosh. Glad well, to have you here you. tonight. I'm glad to be here tonight. It's Chiefs week. This is your week <laughs> to shine. We are going to get to the Chiefs game, of course, in a little <laughs> bit. But for those of you, again, that are new to the show, Uncle Mosh along with, of course, because he's an old school guy, so he hates the Steelers, but Uncle Mosh gets his most fiery. Oh! I know, I'm winding him up already. He gets it's his most, awful. most it's awful. You get your most fiery on Chiefs Week, though. This, this, this is so bad. It's like, it, it, and I'm a nice guy, you know, for a 62-year-old curmudgeon, you know? <laughs> I, but this week, man, it's just like, I, I make the wife take all the mustard and ketchup out of the house. <laughs> You know, there's, it's just crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. No Muppets uh, on TV. Nothing. 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 And so uh, and uh, Uncle Mosh has got a very famous delivery of what we call the Autumn Storm, uh, and we're going to play that later on for you tonight when we get to uh, uh, talking about the Chiefs game. All right, but the, we have a third man in the booth. He's my best friend in real life. Welcome to the show, the man that handles our all of our social media. He's our social media director. He handles all the swag. He handles all the gear, all the best gear. He runs. He owns it all. Because he owns it all. Exactly. Yeah. When you when you buy something from us, it's coming out of his stash. But I, no, I'm kidding. But anyways, but welcome to the show, the man that adorns the southern annex of the western annex of the Merce Fan Cave desk. He is. Swag. Swag Jeff. Yeah. yeah. What's up, Swaggo? What's up? What's up? Oh, my gosh. Hey, how's your nipple, pal? Oh, my gosh, man. We were... Hey, I don't think we can say nipple. Oh, we sure can't. We can. No, we can't say nipple. If we can say shit, we can say nipple. We can't say <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So, oh my so, gosh. If you, so if you follow us on social media, uh, it wasn't. I wasn't just checking on the well-being of Murph's nipple. <laughs> Randomly. <laughs> hey, how's your nipples? 
He didn't say nipples. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was just singular. The, it was yeah. the one. It was the right yeah, yeah, pull up the picture there, Murph. Okay, so, so yeah, so we took talking. a picture before the show, and I got him good. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you like for real got me. Yeah, we were, man. We were trying to we were trying to help you. We were trying to uh, oh, cut some holes in that, that shirt. And the, the and look of joy on your face. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, Mosh has got a knife pointed at my at my throat, and Jeff has got a hold of my uh, right nipple there. Yeah. Well, yeah. For those of you on the audio podcast, and hey, and <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll hey, be more spe- speaking of the audio podcast, yes, hey, yeah. uh, stand up and show your shirt, pal. Oh, okay. That shirt is badass, bro. Right. No Talk free about sh- it. Hey, no free shout-outs, but shout-out to Taylor Lewan and JP, uh, the guys at Bustin' with the Boys, all, and also Will Compton, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, man. Who's that? Uh, I don't know. Never heard of her. Uh, Al- but- Al- <laughs> Murph, Swag, Jeff, and who's the third guy? So Alex, Blaz, yes. Jack. Of yeah. course, you mentioned JP. Taylor. We love all the Bustin' crew. Love all the, the crew. Bustin' crew, yeah. man. The crew, the, the crew, yeah. Yeah. especially yeah. JP. I talked to JP this week on the phone, man. We're uh, we're uh, we're looking to get in business with them again, do some more fun stuff with them, and we'll talk more about that later. But uh, JP is awesome, man. He's like a good he, dude, man. He re- like one of his favorite shirts now is the Raiders fan radio. Dude, shirt he wears our gear, man. Wears our gear, man. You yeah, got to yeah. give him respect on Seriously, that. Seriously, we're not talking so much about the hosts, but we love the crew. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those guys are great, man. Those guys are great. Absolutely. All yeah. right. Well, Okay. Uh, well, hey, uh, I thought you were just going with something else there. Um, shout out the chat room. Homie. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we got Raiderborn Rico in there. Lee B, Kevin the Raider Nerd. Uh, Ron the Mater Raider. Cool Kev is in there. Uh, Paul is in there. Paul? Uh, Michelle Sweatin' it is in there. Uh, Raider Gears and Threads is in there. Did you just say there. Michelle Sweatin' it? <laughs> yeah, she's sweating it in there. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Uh, let's see who else we got in there. We got the Mangus boys. We missed them last week in the chat. What's up, Manga? Uh, yeah, man. Kill Jadis is in there. Raider Critique. Jeff Wilson. Storm. Uh, Rogue Codes in there. Chronicles of the Black Holes in there. Uh, nice. OG Daniel. We got the whole crew, man. We're ready to roll. My right man Tyrone me. is in there, still still nursing his broken leg. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Wishing yeah, you yeah. all the best, T. Yeah, Come on. absolutely, absolutely. And so, um. So speaking of Michelle Sweats, so we do a big uh, get-together uh, once a year here at uh, Casa Del Murph. And uh, thankfully, Michelle Sweat and her family are going to join us. And we're going to all get together. We're going to have uh, Jeff from Dominico's, uh, you guys here, Michelle's family. We're going to have a house full of Raider fans uh, to watch this Raiders-Chiefs game, man. And I absolutely can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. And then also, we're going to do another watch party uh, for the second game against the Chiefs, yes. which is December 12th, and we're going to have Music City Raider Nation, oh, this is gonna the be Booster so fun, Club man. here, and that's going to yeah. be so, so much fun. Can't wait for that. Yep. All right, so um, again, I mentioned uh, there at the top of the show, uh, you could support us by subscribing to the podcast. Please do that. Even if you watch the YouTube and you don't, even if you don't listen to it, uh, just go out there and hit us on that, on the audio version of Raiders Fan Radio. And uh, when, when you do that, when you subscribe, you like, and you, you download it and uh, review it, all that good stuff, it opens up some additional... Uh, advertising opportunities for us, which, uh, of course, at 100% of the money that, that we get around here goes right back into the show, goes right back into the One Nation Foundation, and we appreciate you so very, very much for all the uh, the amazing support that you give us. So, yes, please just search for Raiders Fan Radio, any podcast service. You'll find us, download us, and check us out there. And then if you're here on the YouTube Hit the like, hit the subscribe, smash the bell is what the kids say, right? Definitely do all that stuff. Helps us out. We appreciate you. And uh, we've got an ad read coming on. I've got a live ad read coming on later in the show because we got some new advertising opportunities, and we're thankful for our new partners uh, that we'll get to later. But way before all that, 
This is episode number 225, and our good friend Swag Jeff takes our episode number and ties it back something uh, ties it back to something significant within Raider Nation. Absolutely, absolutely. And last week was a fun one because we did a stat that we had never done before: the kickoff average yard. Yeah, Terry oh, nice. Kirby. Yeah, you brought man, on Terry, Terry Kirby, Kirby dude. man. So, uh, so this uh, this episode 225, uh, we're going back to 1974. Ooh, nice. Going back to 1974, and we're talking about my boy Cliffy. Oh, Cliff you love Branch, Cliff man. Branch. I love Let's some go. Cliff Branch, man. But it, this is a different Cliffy stat. We're we're going to be talking about playoff Cliffy. Oh, oh playoff Cliffy, man. Yeah, seventy four. Uh, so we had twenty one. Uh, he had uh, twelve receptions for two hundred seventy yards and two touchdowns in two games. Uh, if you break that down, playoff Cliffy, the, playoff Cliffy that year uh, averaged two twenty two point five yards per reception. Oh, yeah. nice, Jeff. Well, yeah. I love that, man. You know what's so cool about those old Cliff Branch stats? About his average yards per reception, whether it's regular season or an incredible stat like you just gave there in the yeah. postseason. Like this, this was long before today's modern day NFL where I they're know. throwing as much as they do. That that average per catch is massive yes. for 1974. Absolutely. Like that's, Mosh, you were you were around watching the team live back Absolutely. in that day. Did, was that like something that you all used to talk about? Was like how like explosive the Raiders were in terms of like chunk plays and yardage? It was. And and, and you know, you never knew you never knew exactly what was gonna happen from week to week. Because you gotta remember that was that was I don't want to say their name in KC week because I, I want to channel all my hatreds there. <laughs> but that was that was the other yellow team. All right. Yeah, you yeah. Know, the, fro- the frozen block the, of urine. The frozen block of urine. Yeah. And that was also the beginning of your dad's turn. Oh my gosh. Well, let's not bring up. You that. know, so there's a lot, there's a lot that we can bring up. There's, you know, there's some family some stuff here. Skeletons in these closets. Yeah, you don't want to talk about, it, you know? So yes. And it was, so it was one of those things you, what Raiders were going to show up. And I got a little bit, I want to talk about that later when okay. we talk about what happened last week, but you know, it, ah, yeah, it's, it's been, it's, it's been part of our legacy. That's awesome, man. Well, Al Davis used to say, I don't care about first downs. Give me touchdowns. Yep. Like, air that damn ball out. All right, good stuff there. All right, Mosh, let's hit some contact info, and then uh, we'll jump into the show. Woo! Hey, Raider Nation! You got your hey, old Mosh. Mosh here with an updated <laughs> I'm right here. contact info. So, sit up, zip up, and shut, shut up. up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346. Or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me. Email me. That's my favorite. At RaidersFanRadio.com. It's like you want to Why about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Taki Tok. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh my God, if that wasn't enough. If that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot.
Good. <laughs> all right, appreciate all of you joining us here live tonight uh, in the fan cave for Raiders Fan Radio 225. Um, so Raiders Fan Radio, that's our flagship show here on, on the network. But we have another show as well. We call it Silver and Black Flashback, and it's uh, done by our good friend Rich Schmelter, who is the author of the Raiders Encyclopedia. And we appreciate Rich so very much for the incredible content that he's, he's throwing out there for the show and uh, for the network. And, um, and so anyway, so the, the next episode for him that comes out right before we release the audio version of this show is episode number 15, The Heidi Game. So Rich, nice. Rich does something like kind of takes a moment in Raider Nation or a person or whatever and then talks about that for the night. And, uh, and they're just, you know, they're like 10 to 15 minute episodes, real easy to listen to and always highly informative. Mosh is like, that's like your favorite podcast. Now. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's very Mike Rowe-esque. You know, it's, it's like, oh, yeah, it's, like yeah, yeah. it's like your buddy is just telling you, hey, man, let me tell you this really cool story. You know, and he's just it's its right there. And I'm like, oh, no, it's over. Yeah, it's like now nah, it was the best nine minutes of my life. <laughs> it reminds me of my first marriage. You know, I mean, th- th- this was yeah, yeah. wow, marathon, man. Well, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so let me just say this, Kevin. Hey, hey Kevin, shut up. <laughs> oh, no. Jeez. Wow. He's, he's all on me. Who does Mosh? You know what, Kevin? Maybe there's a reason Mosh hasn't added you on any of the socials. Oh, Holy God. Cow. Kevin. Wow. Come on, Kevin. Kevin. And I would have I would have typed it, but I can't get my keyboard to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, really? Yeah. So oh, maybe. No. no, it's all right. Oh, I thought Swag was going to come oh, over no, and fix no, it. He's over fix like he has too. been fixing my socials yeah, for the last yeah, 20 yeah, yeah. years. Well, and, and, and in Mosh's defense, Kevin, here's the reason why. Mosh doesn't do any of his own social media. It's all either me or Jeff. Oh well, yeah. And so, and, but and I am logged into it though. I can. You can. You're logged into it. Absolutely. And you have like five thousand friends on Facebook, yeah. and you have followers on Twitter, and but all that. Tell stuff. them why. Tell them where I live, though. Yeah, because I... Mosh lives in the middle of nowhere, and they literally have to truck in internet. Like yeah. there's no internet out where he lives, so he's not on any of his social medias. So I, it, I seriously have to go when I when you call me. Where do I go? You go to the end of your driveway, yeah, which is like a I, mile from your house. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I have. Yeah, there's. We just don't get phone yeah, calls. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So Kevin, uh, send a friend request on that stuff, and I'll add you to Mosh's network. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh my gosh, too funny. I'll all wait right. until I go to town next time. All right. All right. So, <laughs> hey, all right. so real quick here. Before, so one of the things that we do around here at Raiders Fan Radio is we love to raise money. So we have our own foundation. It's called the One Nation Foundation, and with all the money that we raise for One Nation Foundation, we give 100% of it away to Raiders-related charities, and uh, you know we do it mostly during the summer, but every once in a while, something will come up, and we'll want to do a, a giveaway, and so tonight is one of those nights. Uh, so you see behind me here to my left, uh, I've got a print of it. It's uh, it's a Hunter Renfro. Oh, it's so awesome. Uh, 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 print that I had made today, I picked it up. But here's the original, and this is what we're going to send you. So the winner tonight uh, will get this uh, uh, original piece. It's done by our good buddy, uh, new friend of the show, Jesus Alvarez. Said he wanted to just kind of contribute to the foundation, did this original artwork, and uh, and gave it to us to give away. So uh, It's I- an oil pastel on, on a uh, wood-based product on there, a board, it's man. wonderful. It's so cool. So for those, yeah, on the audio podcast, thank you, Mosh. Like, yeah, it's an incredible incredible piece. Um, so I'll send this to you, whoever wins tonight. So the way you qualify for it is in the Super Chat. So already Aaron the Q-Dog Raiders got a 1911 donation in there. Yep. Um, so for every $10 increment, we'll give you 
uh, a poker chip, and uh, and Jeff keeps track of that throughout the show, and then we will go ahead and uh, and take a drawing at the end and, and award a winner. So again, every ten bucks that you throw in, like around the Materator already in there, yep. with another uh, twenty. He says, "We know he was going to donate to that." Yeah, I know, right? He's all about Hunter Info, and you know what? And I'm kind of stealing your thunder here, Jeff. Uh, tell us about the donations, and please read their comments from Aaron and from Ron as well. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So Aaron, the Q Dog Raider, with a 1911 donation. This episode uh, is for the players who used to drive those Buick Electra 225s in the hood. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Deuce and a quarter days. This Chiefs Week oh, Nation. Right on, love and, it. And uh, Ron says, uh, twenty dollar donation. We're either going to uh, <laughs> let the door close or kick the damn thing down. F the Chiefs." Let's go, man. And you know what I love? Can I, can I kind of derail us for half a second? Derail us. One of my favorite responses ever to, uh, uh, to a, a commentary by a coach. So my, I have a lot of uncles that I inherited my Raider fandom from. And one of them on the, on, on the, that's not Mosh's brother on the other side of the family was my Uncle Murph. That's where this name Murph came from, is that was from my Uncle Murph, who's since passed. Uh, but an absolutely freaking legendary Raider fan. Well, back in the day, uh, when Bum Phillips was coach of the Houston Oilers, they played the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, and lost in the in the AFC Championship game. Mm. And he said, "This year, um, we knocked on the door. Next year, we're going to kick the son of a bitch down." That was the famous quote right. by Bum Phillips. Well, the next year, the Houston Oilers did not play the Pittsburgh Steelers. They played the Oakland Raiders, and the Raiders beat them. And my Uncle Murph famously said, well, I guess they kicked in the wrong effing door. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So anyways, that reminded me of, of your comment there, Ron. So appreciate that. Anyway, so Swag Jeff, tell us a little bit more about the, about the, the giveaway and uh, how we're going to draw. And uh, let's qualify that, and then we'll jump into the show proper. Yeah, yeah. So you said it. So, uh, so every $10 donation uh, g- gives you one poker chip right now. We got four poker chips in the running right now. Two for Capo and two for Ron the Materator. So, so yeah, so get in the mix. And all the, all the proceeds uh, to this goes to uh, the One Nation Foundation. So uh, we give to Raider-related charities and, and things like that, you know, th- stuff like the Bolitnikoff Foundation thing that we just did in Las Vegas. We gave $4,000 to them. So, uh, so yeah, so this will go into the pot for whatever the next uh, the next charity that we that we do for. Right on, man. And so here, and on the heels of that, Jeff, I'm going to mm-hmm. switch our order around a little bit. Uh, we do respect here at the top of the show. We don't do props. We don't do shout-outs. Nothing wrong with those things, but, uh, you know, we're Italian. We like to give respect. So we want to respect a massive yes. fundraising effort that went on, and Jeff's been really in tune with that. Let's let's talk about that. Yeah, we're gonna give respect to uh, to our buddy Graphic Raider. Uh, so he he pops into the chat. If you if you don't know him, then there's something wrong with you because he's got an amazing Raider show. Uh, but it, he's Docs ENT in the chat. He's Raider Graphic uh, on on the podcast and on the YouTube and all that. Uh, he's he uh, he worked with the uh, the Tina Tintor family. Uh, so uh, Tina, if you don't know, is the uh, is the woman that uh, tragically lost her life in the uh, in the Henry Ruggs crash uh, last week. And uh, there was a GoFundMe page started, uh, I think, by a family member of Tina's. Right, right, it was. And uh, and so and it had a little bit of, of of traction going. Well, Graphic took that and ran with it and he you know all the super chats that he had and all the donations that he had all went to that and so we saw this number go from like a few hundred bucks to like like it was like twenty thousand after like a day. Last last time I saw it was like twenty six yeah. grand. Well, someone someone put in the comment section on Twitter. It had gotten up to like over fifty grand. Unbelievable! I mean, unbelievable! Let's so go, yeah, man. man. So that's 
you know, and, and much, a lot of that, and a lot of that's Raider Nation come, coming and you know, and and you know, because Raider Nation is family, man, and so we're gonna be there for that family. Uh, you know, thoughts and prayers obviously go out to that family, but huge respect to Graphic Raider for uh, for taking that and running with it, man. It, it's that's it's incredible. unbelievable, seriously, yeah. unprecedented fundraising in in this Raider fan community, and so thank you so much for that that effort, Graph. You know, we're we're proud to call you a friend of ours, and, and that's just an amazing, amazing job. Oh my God! Chronicles of Black Hole. OG Daniel says it's over a hundred grand. Now. No kidding! Wow, wow. that is abs. I mean, that's so that's well, crazy. I, I, I don't have words for it. Like that's just absolutely epic. And thank you so much again for those. And this look, and it doesn't take a lot. And that's the thing that look like we like to get on here and talk about Raiders and talk about all the things that we do. And we all have different styles and ways of doing it and all that. And that's, what's beautiful about the nation is that we're a cross section of, of humanity that supports this team. But, the, the, but there is something about, there's a little bit of power in being able to get on the microphone. And, and I think that when you use that for good things and use it, and you use it to lead with love and kindness, great things happen. You put out positive and positive comes back. And then there's a great, amazing, Gosh, what an amazing example. A six-figure example about putting out yes. uh, quality content and leading with love, and look what happened, man. And so I cannot applaud that effort enough, man. That just that blows that's, me. That's before incredible. You, it is incredible. Unbelievable. I, I, it, I get blown away all every time when, when we do these fundraisers and the, the amount of money and respect that comes across. But um, before you jump into that, I, I need to make reference to uh, something that's not on the list. Okay. And it's not that we forgot, because we wouldn't have forgot, but... Uh, Happy 246th birthday to the Marines. Right on, man. Oh, today, wow. Today right on. Let's the Marine go, baby. Corps birthday 246 years ago. Um, you know, so we got tons of Marines. We got former Marines. We got present Ramon. Marines. Ramon. People yep. that that are that are in our in our world. And uh, happy birthday to them. And then tomorrow, uh, happy Veterans Day to everybody yes, that has served. You. Everybody in our family, uh, myself included, and your dad and your brother and your grandpa and your uh, lots, everybody. Um, you know, and, and, you know, me and, and uh, uh, Mojo and, uh, you know, like, like you were saying, uh, all of our other buddies, you know, uh, right on. Tomorrow's our day. Don't go to work. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Currently serving, you know, Mo or getting ready to retire soon. But Mojo and 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 all of the guys at when the universe speaks. So Mojo, Big yeah, Gringo, Rooster, absolutely. all of those guys are currently active Navy. My son, active Navy, uh, as as you mentioned, Jeff's Swaggy's brother, brother. Active, never, yep. Uh, and then also a Charlie, uh, who is Splatterhead's son. I believe he's getting ready to get out, but so like so soon to be a veteran. Like yeah. So thank you all so very very much. We appreciate you. Thank you, Mosh, for bringing that up. And happy birthday, Marines, man. That's what my old man was. Um, all right, so. I'm gonna uh, let's so on the fundraising thing. I uh, definitely want to play some audio for you real quick. So part of that big number that's been generated, man. I'm so proud. And again, we we could do a whole show of just being grateful for Raider Nation. The Black Hole groups got together at the game uh, in the Meadowlands this last week. Sorry, you didn't get a better game to watch, but all the um, but it was like the New England Club, the New England Black Hole. Uh, it was the Philly Black Hole, and of course our good friends at at at. Um, at uh, the, the Black Hole, New Jersey. And then you had the other New York groups like Silver and Black Empire and whatnot, uh, South Shore, Jersey Raiders. All, all these folks got together. 
and they did a fundraiser as well. This is during a tailgate, so a handful of hours before a game, during a tailgate, they were able to raise a big chunk of money, and so props to those folks, much respect to those folks, and uh, Chuck Splatterhead, who I just mentioned, uh, he took a video and sent me the audio of it, and so I want to play that for you. So this is uh, DJ Mike Scott, who is the president of the Philly chapter of the Black Hole. This is what he had to say there at their tailgate. We just donated $2,500 right here for Raider Nation that's going out to the young lady, Tina, and her dog, Max, who died in that fiery car accident with Henry Ruggs, all right? You know, rest in peace to that young lady. If we have more, I think we're getting more donations coming in. We're going to keep donating. We appreciate you guys. And also, because I have the microphone, I can say this is my, my feeling. Say a prayer for Henry Wells and his family, too, please. All right? Absolutely. Do not leave that dude hanging without prayer. If you're going to pray, pray for him as well. Raider Nation, stand up. Yo, on the count of three Raiders. One, two, three. Oh my gosh, I love that, cool man. There's that, nothing man. better than a freaking Raider tailgate, man. And, oh, and so much respect to everything that uh, that those groups did. Uh, we respect you so very, very much. And Swag Jeff, tell us what's going on with the donations, man. Yeah, it's lighting up yeah, over there's, there. There's a lot going on. Uh, so uh, so throw uh, Lee B. with a $10 donation to the One Nation Foundation says, throw in a chip in the pot for Ron. Because Lee B knows that Ron is such a Renfro guy oh, that yeah, so we so threw cool. in another chip for him. Uh, Tyrone Graves smashed the uh, smash the like button, fam. Five dollar donation. Right on, uh, thank you. Tide Raider, a ten dollar donation. All love and respect. Driving but listening. I'll be in Vegas versus the Muppets. Uh, oh, nice, yeah, nice. man. Kill Jadis with a ten dollar donation, and then uh, Daniel Mangus, who says uh, for the One Nation Foundation, Happy Veterans Day. Both my grandfathers served. My best friend was a Marine. Uh, thanks to everyone who served uh, and defended our country. Come on, F- fifty dollar donation. Wow, to the One Daniel Nation Mangus, Foundation. let's yeah. go, dude. Respect. Much respect, respect man. Yep. Right on, man. Absolutely, That's so cool, man. Good deal, man. We appreciate you all so very. Very much. All right, last bit of respect I want to give before we jump into the show here at the top of the show. Um, I get, let's just we'll talk about it. we'll hit it briefly. This is like you know the feel like this is the third. Well, it is the third time we've done this now. I had a difficult once sub- a week. Yeah, once a week we have a difficult subject to cover. So I'm just going to give you a quick peace of mind, boys. If you want to jump in, please do. Um, I just want to respect the handling of the Damon Arnett situation. I want to applaud Mike Mike Mayock. Uh, for upholding the uh, uh, the utmost of standard in terms of uh, you know expected behavior uh, around the organization, and I think that's an, it's an important thing for us to do. Um, and I and what I want to really applaud about it is that it's one thing to condemn, it's one thing to point a finger at somebody that made a mistake. But I say all the time, we're not defined. Our character is not defined by the mistakes we make. Our character is defined by what we do about them. And Mike Mayock made a very uh, I thought a poignant statement when he, you know, delivered the message around cutting and releasing Damon Arnett was that he said, I talked to his dad. I think there's a future for him. He has a good heart. And when he said future for him, he meant playing in the league. He said, this, this guy's got a good heart. He just has some things to clean up and some things to fix. He's just not going to do it with us right now. And so he didn't. So what do we always say? What have we been saying this whole time around Gruden and rugs and all this stuff? You, you hate the sin, but you love the man. And so him basically saying that and passing that sentiment along, I thought really speaks a lot to the leadership that's in the front office of the Raiders and to the, the articles that have been out there and some of the talk around like the, the, the league intervening and like the Raiders are a, you know, a, a dysfunctional organization. All that. Like 
F off. Like, that's not what's going on. We had individuals that had a few poor choices that have led us to this place. This is not a dysfunctional organization. In fact, we're higher functioning now than we maybe ever have been. I don't want to say maybe ever, but of recent history. And so that notion, let's set that aside and let's just applaud what the Raiders did, how they handled it, and and much respect again uh, to Mike Mayock. Fellas, you want to tag anything? Okay, all right, let's go ahead and hit a break and then uh, jump into the next game. I mean, next segment. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than six years. This one's for you, Swaggy. Phil Villapia. Nice. <laughs> Love that guy. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. All right, appreciate everybody that's in the chat. We got a couple more, uh, or a few more, that have jumped in here. Renegade220 uh, throws in a $10 poker chip, says, let's go, Edward Scissorhands. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tyrone Graves jumped in there to even his number out, said, add this so I can get an official chip. And he said, uh, uh, Michelle and Big Bass. Um, oh, hey, with, with, with the eyeballs pointed. So he's looking at them because... For those of you that aren't familiar, Big Bass Raider and Michelle have have won a lot in these yeah, things. Yeah, well, Big Bass Raider was the uh, was the uh, summer of swag. Winner. Summer of swag. Yeah. Winner. Yeah. Michelle Sweat was the autumn swag. Yeah, winner. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Here, here we are, autumn uh, autumn of swag part Absolutely. two. Absolutely. Uh, Ashton ha 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 throws in a, a twenty dollar donation. Says thank you for the show. Shoot, thank you, man. Thank you for joining. Thank you. If we wouldn't do it if if we didn't have anybody to uh, to participate. And so we appreciate you very very much. All right, um, Mosh. You and I, look, okay, let me, let me tell you a little story about, about the old Casa Del Murph. I've had a series of uncomfortable couches. Oh, my God, the worst. The worst. Uh, now, and so Mosh would typically tell me, when we sit on these couches and watch these games in my living room, not here in the fan cave, but when we're downstairs, he'd say, the Raiders lose when we sit on these couches. You need to get another couch. I'm on couch number three of this house, and I bought the biggest, most comfortable couch I possibly could to accommodate Uncle Mosh in order to generate a Raider victory. Uncle Mosh, you came over on Sunday, and we watched the Raiders crap the bed. You know why? Because my couch? Because your couch sucks. <laughs> so you're on couch three. How many losses do we have? Three. We need to go back, we need to, go back to lawn chairs in your living room. Oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> what the heck? Oh, man, what a rough outing. What a rough game to watch. You know, look, I'll just, I'll just say this. You know, um, you last show had a term for our first two losses. You The stinker and the blinker. We had the, the, the Bears game. Clearly, it was a mental checkout by the team because they were hip to what was going on with John Gruden, and it just wasn't there. Um, or excuse me, that was the second loss. The, the, and then the, the game against the Chargers was just, we just got flat out beat. I think that's really been the only L we flat out taken this year. Because this Giants game, this was, I don't think it was a mental checkout for the whole team. But, and I say this without being overtly critical because this is not, I'm not advocating that the guy loses his job or that we consider anything other than what we're already doing. But I think you can pin a lot of this on Derek Carr. Unfortunately, it sucks. I hate saying that because I think that he was on MVP pace. But I think that that if there's a kryptonite to Derek Carr, it's his heart. Like what makes him a great human being and frankly a lot of being a great quarterback is that he cares so much. Like the guy genuinely loves his teammates, including Henry Ruggs. And I, I think this beat him up, man. I think that he was just not – now, do I think that's going to, again – Go back, make a mistake. Does that define you? No. What you do in response? Well, now it's Chiefs week. So the Giants game, I don't even 
frankly want to talk a ton about it because I want to just put that some bitch in the rearview mirror and let's lock into the to, to Kansas City. But Mosh, what was your kind of feeling, your overall vibe on it? <clears throat> Ready? Yes. Atlanta. Kansas City. Ugh. Denver. Jacksonville. Oh. All losing teams. All teams with with Atlanta, they're three and four. Kansas City, four and four. Denver, four and four. Jacksonville, one and six. So what did they do this past weekend? Atlanta beat formerly five and two New Orleans. Kansas City beat formerly seven and one Green Bay. Denver, four and four, beat arguably one of the best teams in pro football. Yep. Yeah. Dallas, six and one. Jacksonville, who was one and six, beat Buffalo. It was like nine to six. Who was five and two. Um, and then what happened Monday night, Swag? Yeah, absolutely. The Titans beat the other one who's arguably the best team in pro football, the Rams. So what I'm saying to you is there's five games. That's ten teams. That's that's over a third of the NFL that was involved with an with an upset with a with a stinker. Okay? We got beat. Don't psychoanalyze. Don't get on Derek Carr. Don't get on any of that. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Those we were both pissed off when he threw that second interception to that same guy with the two-tone hair. Okay? <laughs> But yeah. it happens. If if before the year would have started, we would have said going into halfway, we're going to be five and three. Okay, I think I re- I kind of predicted that. I think yeah. I kind of said I we'd have ten wins, five and three. Okay, it's not a horrible record. We're still at the top. Okay, we're gonna lose games. It's your fault. <laughs> It's your fault because you talk that shit over them and you buy crappy furniture. <laughs> so don't start saying he wears his hand in him. Whatever. Whatever. Go online, reads, and I know you do, but there's so much stuff that goes both ways on this. Just golly, get over it, man. It's uh, you are a well, Raider fan. You're not going anywhere. Well, no, and I'm not. Of course not. And I'm and I'm fully over. And that's I was just my whole point was just to like to put it in our rearview mirror. But I, 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 I all my all I was trying to say was that it's like I don't want. There's no excusable loss. You want to <clears throat> win every single game and throw it to Jeff here. But like the the whole idea that like look, it's at a conference. It's on the East Coast. For whatever reason, we play like garbage in the Meadowlands. We, it doesn't matter what team we play in the Meadowlands. We don't do well. We our hate bu- the freaking Meadowlands. Meadowlands. Our, our good buddy Chuck, who I brought up a few times now, his wife has never seen the Raiders win. The last time that she saw the Raiders win it was in the Seattle Kingdom. He's like, every time I take my wife to a game, they lose. Baltimore, Philly, New York for whatever team they're playing. He's like, this is ridiculous. For whatever reason, we are snake bit in that place, right? Yeah, you know, I, I totally agree with that. And, now, and the game scared me all week because, because I know how we come out and play in the Meadowlands. Uh, you know, whether it be the Giants or the Jets. I mean, for whatever reason, it always seems like we don't show up ready to roll. Um, but, uh, you know, I I think a lot of people, and a lot of people criticized Derek Carr on social media this week. And the same those same people that 
for the last, you know, since 2014, will call for his head every time he has a bad game. Yes, it, you could put that loss on Derek this week. Uh, you know, I think the defense played extremely well. Um, you know, there was a couple uh, drops. Waller had a couple drops, you know, stuff like that, you know. But Derek did not play a good game. He, okay, when you're done. Okay, okay, when I'm done. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not done yet. Uh, but, you know, uh, but and, and that's okay. Everyone's going to have a bad that's game. That's the thing. That's that, the it's difference. It's not condemning of Derek his future. Hart, yeah. It absolutely is not. And the people that are saying, well, Derek, where's Mariota at? You know, like... You know, like I have in the past, no one's doing that right now, or no one should be doing that right now, because this guy's an MVP caliber quarterback this year, and he's led our team to the promised land five times this season so far. And, you know, and the other two losses, he played outstanding as well. You know, this game was on Derek, but now we move forward. We've got Kansas City this week. Let's forget about and it. Matt, what, what'd you call it? You said you didn't want to talk about this son of a bitch. That's what we're going to, that's what I'm calling this game. It's the son of a bitch game. It's the son of a bitch <laughs> game. And you know what? And we will forget all about the New York football giants. If we beat the chiefs, like all of a sudden it gets like evaporated from the memory. Cause then we're six and three mosh. Right. And so that's right. Don't you feel like it would just like wipe that. We don't even worry about it. No, I feel that you can never put Anything. This is not boxing. This is not wrestling. This is not MMA. You can never put anything on one person. I don't care if he threw an interception for a pick six. I don't care. I don't care because there was other things involved in the game that had they gone a different way that the rest of the team did. This is a team sport. We are a team. We are the we are the law. I almost said Oakland. We are the Las Vegas Raiders, and it is on the team. It is not on Derek Carr. And I refuse. I will never ever say that. I don't care if if there's a hail mary to the end zone. We're down by five, and the guy catches the ball and drops it. I will not say it's on him because the rest of the team throughout the 62 minutes or 60 minutes, whatever it was, put them in that position. You cannot say in a team sport that it's on one person. It just can't be done. I, I refuse to buy into that argument. And yes, he had a bad game. I will 100% agree with Swaggy on that. Throwing two interceptions. But this is a team sport. It is not boxing. It is not MMA. It is not full contact tiddlywinks. It is not whatever. It is a team damn sport, and you can't put it all on one guy. Sorry, I'm not buying that argument. I'm going to say this. Um, you're right, Mosh. You're absolutely right. Derek Hart did have a bad game. There were some other other people that didn't have a good game. You know, you said when, it when you talked about Waller dropping yeah, the ball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm screaming is you cannot go to the red zone six times and come away with one that's, touchdown. One hundred percent agreed. Is, that's 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 egregious. That's horrible. Yes. When you get inside the twenty, which we've been rock stars all year long. Inside the twenty, in, in the red zone and stuff, hitting Renfro on those little dipsy do plays and stuff like that. I don't know what happened. I mean, well, I, I seriously watched the game six, and was six like... Six times, go back and look at those 28 plays, and all 28 of those plays in those six times in the red zone were not all Derek's fault. It was a team effort. It was a team loss. So the Raiders scored one touchdown and kicked four field goals on six red zone drives last week. And missed so that, a chip shot. And what did that jackass say on the TV? 
Remember when he misses it? He goes, oh, he just happened to have that stat. Oh, yeah, that's the shortest field goal miss of the season in the NFL. Yeah. Like, and he, thanks and for having said, that one in your pocket. Yeah, and he, had, and he said that two seconds after the guy yeah, shanked it. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. All right, so here let's 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 put a bow on it and and great points, guys. And Mosh, I love the passion as always. Uh, and and you're you know it's no, I don't think anybody dis- can disagree with you on that point. That I think it's fair to acknowledge a bad game, but that yes, the idea of pinning in on one on one sole person, I agree. It's the ultimate team sport for a reason. That's a reason we love football because there's nothing else that matches it. He got 22 going on 22. Um, all right, so the the Raiders. Here's here's the way that this is ultimately. You can't escape the numbers. We hate math, but we love numbers. The Raiders are 3-16 and 16 post the bye week since 2003. <laughs> Not only do we go. suck on the East Coast, we suck after the bye week. Okay, it, let me throw this stat at you. Please. In 2019, we started out 6-4. In 2020, we started out 6-3. In 2021, we're 5-3. Okay. Sounds similar. Any, anything, but anything can change. And let me let me shout out Rico. Rico says, uh, I'm back for a moment. Sorry, Mosh. If the director falls, the orchestra sucks. Not true, Rico. Not true. Because you can have, you don't have to necessarily have a conductor if your players in the orchestra are prepared. And our players are prepared. Okay? So I, I, I don't agree with that. Fair enough. And that's okay. And that's okay. We don't we all can, have to agree. We don't have to agree. No. It's okay. We can all have differences of opinion. And that just, you know what? Just bring it with passion. That's all we care about. That's all that defines your fandom. Yeah, no one has to be right. I mean, some of us are more right than others. But. Absolutely. Pete Koch is. <laughs> hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raider. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. All right, let's put that damn thing in our rearview mirror. Um, I got one more thing that I want to add. Please do. The Titans, uh, the Tennessee Titans, yeah. who beat the Rams, um, nobody expected them to win. No. I just, I just want, I don't want, I want to say this to relieve all the, the angst and the stress for Raider Nation. Okay. They have used, this is crazy. I, I heard this stat uh, yesterday. Okay. They, do you know how many players they've used this year? 77 different players. They are on pl- they are on pace to break the record for players used. No kidding. No kidding. We keep. I mean, when we when we thought Taylor was out, and then and then Henry goes down, and then you know, and and they come back that very next week mm-hmm. and with all that adversity, and they and they beat the Rams. Yeah, and they like made handily, like in like, L.A. Like yeah. so, what I'm saying is that. That you know they're they're doing something right. They're they're doing it. They're 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 not necessarily going with the, that that first set of. But they have they have built up um, a, a, a cushion where they can get these new guys in. They've also built up their practice squad that they can pull up from that. They had they had a ready reserve. Okay, I don't think we're much different than them, and and that's the reason I bring that up. I think. I think we have a brain trust in place that's going to start replacing these folks, and and we have to 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 be oh, successful. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm saying that you know, yeah, okay. So we're not we're not we're not going out there and you know knocking the uh, knocking the wood off of it. We're 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 doing the best we can. We're limping along a little bit at times, 
But, guys, it's not even officially halfway over yet. Right, right. We're still in this thing. We're still in We're this still thing. We're still in this We're thing. We're still in this thing big time. And, and, so and, can I kick off this next segment right yeah, here? Yeah, please, because if we win this week, the whole yeah. thing changes. So I'm going to say this, and anyone from CBS Sports, if you're listening, F you. I'm 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 sick of CBS Sports. You you don't usually you, go in on you, a, on an hour. I, I am sick of CBS Sports. Please tell so, me why. So they're all all over social media all the time. Okay, uh, and I've unfollowed them on all platforms. I just I can't follow them because it seemed like every, especially in the off season, and as the season began, there was always an issue with the Raiders. They would take shots at the Raiders, make little joking jabs at the Raiders. Really? All that stuff all the time. And so then today I deleted the CBS Sports app on my phone because I got a notification that said like like wait we're like overreactions for week ten or whatever. And the first thing was Raiders will stun the Chiefs. How are we stunning the Chiefs? We're five and three, and they're five and four. They've had a Let's shitty go, season, Jeff. and we've had a great season up to this point. There's no shocking or stunning or anything like that. When we go in there and whip their ass, there's not going to be any shock. Let's you know what I mean? Go, so, dude. You're right, and you know, but you know why? You know why they that that, that the media is putting so much on the Raiders Chiefs because they know the hatred. That goes along with the Raiders Chiefs. And it's and it's it goes way back. We are two of the original AFC teams. Okay? Uh, uh, the reason that that people that that the Chiefs want to be like us is because they know that we have crazy fans. So they try to get out and get have crazy fans. They they, they want to be like us. Oh hell, they're not gonna be like us. What am I saying? They're never going to be like us. They're nothing like us. We have, number one, we have the best fans. We have the best fan following in the NFL. We have the most badass uniforms. All of our uniform combinations are badass. We have the most storied list of former players and coaches than any other team in the entire NFL. And we have two more Lombardi trophies than the Chiefs do. We have never had to cheat to win when we can cheat just for cheating's sake. (laughs) After all, if you're not cheating, you're trying. Oops, hang on a second. I was talking about my first marriage again. (laughs) Here it is in a nutshell. The Chiefs suck. The Raiders rock. Basaccia would stomp a mud hole in that lanolin-covered piece of crap, king of fat of the week. And I'm going to go to my grave saying that anybody, anybody in all of pro sports has the right to hate when it comes to hating their most bitter rival, and our most bitter rival is the Chiefs. Let's there you go. go. Mosh, give yourself some there applause. There you go. Done. Oh my gosh, beautiful. <laughs> Man as Shakespeare. Always ahead of his time. Close your eyes and tell me what you think about when I say the word hate. Not a pretty picture, I'm guessing. 
I'm thinking deep down, you know, hate is not a particularly useful thing. But I tell you what, if you really feel the need to have hate in your life, well, maybe you've come to the right place. Chiefs don't like each other? Come on now. You don't like your math teacher. You don't like the guy in the office down the hall. Please. Tonight, hate is alive and well. With these two franchises, what makes it real, what makes it matter is the hate. The hate's what's given us games like this, plays like this, in a rivalry that's become legend. And thankfully tonight, the hate continues. Uh-oh. Hope we don't get copyrighted for that. Yeah, we might. I forgot about that. Yeah, well. So for the next few hours, watch the hate. Embrace the hate. Come on. Believe in the hate. And then after the game, how about we go back to putting the focus on love? Sound good? Oh, my gosh, man. That gives me chills every single time, man. I love that that voiceover by Ving Rhames. Only... Uh, it's second only to Uncle Mosh's Autumn Storm, which we're going to get to in a little bit, which actually predates Ving Rhames, by the way, which is so cool. But all right, so let's talk a little bit about let's talk a little bit about this game. So Derek Carr comes into the Raiders Chiefs game with a 97 passer rating. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has a 92.5. This is the first time since Week 14 in 2016 that Carr has a higher rating than the Chiefs quarterback headed into the game versus Kansas City. Uh, he had an, a 100 versus uh, 100.3 uh, up against Alex Smith. Alex, gosh, I can talk. Alex Smith's 92.5. Uh, Carr went 17 for 41 uh, and 117 yards in a 21 to 13 loss. So uh, that was back in, in and again in 2016. But man, so so even despite the game last week, Derek Carr is still heading into this thing. Uh, looking fantastic in terms of stat line. Now we just want that, of course, to translate to the W's against the Chiefs. So here's some interesting things about the offense and about what's changed. So what what have we seen different? We're running the same offense, but in in terms of the play calling, we're seeing some things change. So uh, Greg Olson to this point, Coach Ole, who's calling the offense, doing all the play calling, he has tripled the play-action passing frequency, which is something that just visually watching the game, you see the Raiders are running a ton more play-action uh, than they did under John Gruden, which was virtually non-existent uh, during the Gruden uh, coaching time. Um, they're running a lot of screens. You're seeing them. You've seen Derek Carr starting to turn and throw it outside. After that first pick, Mosh and I were talking about it. Like, give them some high percentage passes. Like, get the rhythm back. You know what I mean? Build that thing back up. Seen a lot of that. Um, and they're passing in short yardage situations. You see that, which Gruden typically didn't do. He was typically always going to want to run the football. We're seeing um, uh, us throw more. So basically, we're seeing like a way more diverse passing attack, which I think is way more suited to Derek Carr. And I think, frankly, the 
The offense looks, we mentioned last week that it, you know, it seems to be there's a little more breathing room in there. We see a little more rhythm to it. Is that kind of your vibe, Jeff? Yeah, ab- absolutely. You know, as a, you know, I mean, the only blip on that at all was last, I mean, but last week, you know, we don't want to talk about that game anymore, but like moving the ball down the field until we got to the red zone. I mean, it was like clockwork, man. Yes. I mean, you'd, have, you'd have Jacobs going in there. You had Drake going in there and then you'd hit a little pass and like all these little like dunks to the to the uh, running backs that always seemed like they worked sometimes and sometimes not. Our guys are wide open and we see Kenyon Drake now doing kind of what we thought he was going to do. Yes. Like it's it's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, that last drive looked fantastic until unfortunately the, the sack fumble yeah which which ended it but man like like what you're saying like incredibly efficient the way yeah. they marched down the field yeah now we just got to close it right now right. we just got to close it out um mosh so the all-time series chiefs versus raiders so regular season the chiefs have a big lead 66 to 53 and with two ties that's because of that whole uh, nine-game skid that we had there, right? Right. That was yeah. rough. That yeah, was rough. Nine, nine games. So the Raiders at home are 28-31, and 31, and then that one tie. Raiders on the road, 25-35, and 35, and then the one tie. Postseason, Chiefs uh, have the lead against us, 2-1. to one. Current streak is, is just one. Uh, the Chiefs with a 35-31 win at Allegiant Stadium after we beat them earlier in the year. Like, all time, like, they kind of have – the tape on us, except Lombardi trophies. Thank God. But yeah, um, I made a mistake on that. They have two. I just don't like to count that last one that they got. No, because yeah, because it, yeah. it's, it's it was it was tainted. They <laughs> had a, they, they had a, a freaking puppet. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, yeah, because they have, of course, they have the, the the first one, the Hank Stram Super Bowl win, yeah, nineteen seventy, and then yes, and then the, of course this latest one with yeah. uh, with, with the, the game the, that we all hated, the the game we could have couldn't have hated any more <laughs> than the than the following Super Bowl with Tom Brady. But yeah, we've, right. we've had a couple. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't matter. We have more than they do. We still have more than they do. That's right. That's right. So, so talk to me, Mosh, a little bit about what you would want. So last week we had a really fun discussion around like who we wanted to see as our standouts or MVPs, offensive and defensively. Like, what are you looking for in this game? Like, what are we gonna? Who's gonna need to shine for the Raiders in order for us to take out the Chiefs? Well, you know, I'm not gonna call anybody because I'm afraid I'm gonna jinx them. And I don't oh, believe in that, Jesus. That's a good point. All right. So I'm not going to do that. I'm not going. I'm not going to go. Yeah, that that guy is going to shank that ball. So let's have that stat ready. You know, oh like gosh, like that man. idiot did on Sunday. Unbelievable. Did, did you were you watching the game? Oh, did yeah. you hear him say that? Oh, yeah, yeah, it made me crazy. But uh, what has to happen is this: we know that Kansas City's defense is is susceptible. Oh yeah. And had Aaron Rodgers. Been where Aaron oh. Rodgers needed to be yep. instead of telling lies about vaccines. <laughs> Sorry. But you know what I'm saying? It would have been a whole nother story. They probably win by 14 It would have been a yeah. whole nother story. Absolutely. And, 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 and that's because Kansas City's defense, in addition to Kansas City's offense and the puppet not playing up to where they should be this year, their defense is it can be picked apart. And and I think we have the team to do that. I know we have I know we have the quarterback and the receivers to do that. And you know, I, I just I 
I think that it's going to take, like I was preaching earlier about an entire team. I think it's going to it's going to take that. I think I think our our offense is going to be geared up. I think they're going to they're going to be looking at at films like like nobody's business, and they're going to come in and they're going to go. This is where we were lackluster. This is where we 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 missed this route. This is where I I I wish I had that ball back. We saw him do that one or two times. You know. Oh yeah. There was yeah. there was more than one occasion, but. I think the defense is going to be the key. I think our defense is going to freaking kill them. I agree. And, and, I, and I just uh, – I got to go with that. I, I got to say that that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a defensive route of the oh, Kansas City Chiefs. I love it, man. Love to see the quarterback go down and go down hard. And so uh, so on the heels of that, too, and I loved your early comments, too, about getting the, getting the offense going and, and against this uh, susceptible Kansas City defense – Jeff, one of the look, we'll just keep it on the field in terms of like the 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 the, the relevance of the discussion. We missed Henry Ruggs last week. Absolutely, like, there's no doubt that the dynamic nature of the Raiders' offense changed with him being absent. We've now signed Deshaun Jackson. Which, yes, thank goodness we've signed Deshaun Jackson. I've been rooting for this guy to be a Raider for a long time. Years, since 2014, man. yeah. Since 2014, man, because, look, we knew he grew up a Raider fan, and he's just an Al Davis kind of guy. Like, he just always had Raider written all over him. Talk to me about the importance of this addition and then what, how that's going to change us maybe back to what we were seeing earlier. Well, it brings that element back. It brings that element back, you know. I mean, is this, I don't know the speed difference between Henry Ruggs and and Deshaun Jackson. But Sasha said today he's got his legs still. Yeah, so yeah. I trust so, coach. You know, so I mean, so yeah, so we definitely missed that last week because it seemed like every game so far this season, DC hit a freaking bomb to number eleven. I mean, it just happened every single week. And last week, we didn't have that. And that was a big part of our game plan every week. So we lost that. So instead of you know them having to look over look and getting like you know blown the top off or whatever you know now they can play a little more close and that's why we didn't see brian edwards really get that much involved in the game and you know and they were able to double darren waller and stuff like that you know so now we bring that piece back into it with djack and we're gonna see the guys you know have to you know hey they're gonna have to protect deep man 100 pulls those safeties back and that's what like our good buddy jeff murphy always talks about he's like it's not so much like They'll like run a nine route, chuck it up to rugs, and like yes, that was a, is a very uh, significant part of the game. But it's that threat, it's that ability to do that is what pulls those players back. And then like you're saying, like you know, then every once in a while they'll make a mistake on it, and then boom, there you go, you nail it. Right. But it's that ability that you can. Th- it's having that card in your hand. Uh-huh. It's having that freaking card that you. It's having that ace of spades you can throw down at any yeah. time. The threat of that is what makes them not cheat up. And when they're not cheating up, we work the middle of the field, which right. is where the Raiders' offense thrives, right? right. Well, exactly. Well, and, you know, I mean, Deshaun Jackson doesn't run a lot of routes. He doesn't run a whole lot of different stuff. So when he's on the field, the defense has got to be prepared to get ready to chase this guy down the field because he's going deep. He's going deep. Absolutely, man. I can't. Uh, it's, this is going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be a good game. Um, you know, maybe it's the over optimistic nature of, of me being a Raider fan, but um, I know last week sucked. But I think, like, you know, again, this is a time to. I, every week I say this, but I'm going to keep pounding the table on it. You reclaim the narrative. 
You don't let other people write our story for us. We write our story. That's what Raiders do. We determine our outcome. We dictate what you're going to do. Uh, not what you, You're not going to dictate to us what's going to go on. And I look forward to the Raiders to freaking have a game against the Chiefs, especially after last year getting beat in Allegiant Stadium. Thank goodness it wasn't in front of any fans. But now we're talking Sunday night football. We're going to have a full house. It's going to be go time, baby. It's time to freaking take care of business you know, in front of the world. Last week, Raider born Rico, in his phone call, he said that uh, he said the Raiders don't get counted out. Yes, we don't. We yes, don't yes, get yes. counted out. We get knocked down, but we get up, and we're gonna see the Raiders get up on Let's Sunday. Go. We're gonna see them get up. It, you go. know, it, more truer words were never spoken. Amen. I appreciate that very much. All right, uh, so I've got a little bit of a preview for you. So here, so today, while I was working from home. Uh, they started talking about uh, uh, the the the. Ra- it was last night. No, it wasn't today. It was last night. They started talking about the, on Total Access on NFL Network. Uh, they started talking about the Raiders, and I quickly just grabbed my phone and went over and recorded it off the off the the TV there because I thought this was great insight and analysis. Uh, of course, MJ Acosta uh, uh, hosts the show, but um, <laughs> but this is Willie McGinnis and and Mike Robb, man. This is uh, Mike Robinson uh, with an excellent breakdown of kind of what the Raiders need to do to handle the Chiefs this weekend. Look at this. Patrick Mahomes, Derek Carr. They're both top five in pass yards this season. Derek Carr in third place there. Mahomes at fourth. They're separated by just 31 pass yards. So let's get into this matchup. Hey, M. Rob, what are the keys to victory here for the Raiders? Oh, for me, uh, MJ, it's about getting Josh Jacobs the football, right? He's only averaging about 3.9 rushing yards a game, but he's the physical element to this Raiders this Raiders offense. And, and to me, that's how you put the pressure on this Kansas City offense, right? You're great on first and second downs. You you know, you, you have manageable third downs, which leads to great third downs, conversions. This Kansas City defense, they don't do great on third down, and they're, they're allowing rushers to rush for 122 rush yards a game. If Josh Jacobs can get going... Play action passing gets going, and then you can be explosive in the passing game, and that's how you beat the Kansas City Chiefs defense. Yeah, they know how to beat them because they've beaten them before. Mm -hmm. On the other side of the ball, the Raiders, if you're going against Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, it's pressure in the front, controlling the trenches. Nobody gets more pressure with their front four than the Raiders, okay? Crosby, Jefferson, Ngakwe, Massive. Those guys can get after the quarterback, which they can drop seven into coverage. This has been giving the Chiefs problems. They have the most turnovers in the NFL, and Pat Mahomes has 10 interceptions. So they can get pressure. They can win those one-on-one battles. And if they can do that, they'll give the back end and they'll give their offense multiple opportunities. This front four is really good. I was going to say they need to sort of pick up the pace there to sort of make up for what's going on on the other side. All right, so th- this is awesome, man. So I love William McGinnis, man. He's such a great analyst and, uh, and awesome on NFL Network. So he brought up the idea that, like, the front four, and Mosh, this, is, this feeds your point about, like, the, the, the defense getting after it. The Raiders, so uh, defense, in terms of, like, structure of the defense, was charted this last week. I forget who put this out there, but this is, this is really cool. And I'm going to show this to you uh, here. So those of you on the audio podcast, what this is, is this charts the amount of blitzing uh so the rate of blitz versus pressure rate the raiders are the lowest in the league in terms of blitz rate they are less than 10 percent of the time they blitz but we are 38 percent in terms of pressures so look at this chart for those of you that are on the on the youtube you can see wow. it there look at the raiders up here in the corner they are unmatched by a long shot 
in terms of the amount of pressure they get. And look at less than 10% of the times they're blitzing. We are getting crazy pressure on the quarterback yep. without sending everybody. And I think, Mosh, you are absolutely right. How do you beat Mahomes? You get to him quick. Now, one of the things that we got to make sure we don't do, and Swag, this is one of the things we've seen kill the Raiders, is that allow Patrick to run around by time, yep. Tyreek Hill and Kelsey and all them start working free, boom, and then all of a sudden we get tagged, right? Yeah. We got what we got to avoid. Ab- absolutely. And, you know, uh, but but this year is a little bit different. You know, yes, we don't want him doing that. You know, we've all seen him do it to all the teams where he's running around doing the no look sideways through the legs, whatever he does kind of <laughs> pass. Uh, but this year, He's throwing interceptions when he's doing that. Yeah, ten that's of them true. So, far, right? so now he got ten picks. Ten, ten, picks, ten so picks so far. No this kidder. Year. He's had a pick in like every game. Oh um, but so this year, you get those guys to get him pressure, and even if he does dance around and stuff like that, we're gonna see Nate Hobbs get in the mix. Wow, we're gonna see more go. going getting in the mix. Stuff like that. Casey Hayward, who needs another interception because him and Hobbs are just playing lights out, so right. unbelievable exactly. ball right now. Yeah. So, so you know, so yeah, so th- those two team, g- those two things working hand in hand, it, it could get ugly for the Chiefs. Quick. Oh my gosh, that's awesome, man! So hey, uh, shout out the chat and then any of the super chats. Give us maybe an update on, on the donations if you don't mind, and then we're gonna jump into the origin of this rivalry. Absolutely. So Aaron the Q Dog Raider, the dude, uh, Daniel Mangus, Matthew Mangus, Lee B, Bill Hawk is in there. Uh, Paul is in there ron the mater raider uh raiders 805 is in there tyrone graves uh let's see who else we got in there uh ebony graves is in there with a ten dollar donation oh thank you uh, yeah tyrone graves has gave another ten dollars as well uh so we have nine people that have donated so far tonight so uh so and if you're joining us late uh this is what you're uh this is what you're donating for obviously to the one nation foundation but at the end of the night we will draw every ten dollars donated you will get uh one poker chip in the entry to win this awesome uh oil painting of hunter renfro absolutely an original piece there done by our good uh good buddy uh jesus alvarez we appreciate him very yes. much and uh and i will send that to you uh as soon as uh probably i don't know sometime this week yeah. maybe not tomorrow but anyways but i'll get it right out to you and appreciate you all very much and post all those- offices are closed tomorrow Oh, yeah, it's there Veterans you go. Day. Never yeah. mind. I'll get it to you whenever. <laughs> I'll be in the woods killing Bambi's mother. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> yeah, you will. All right, Maybe so- Bambi, too. <laughs> hey, Raider Nation, before we move on to the next segment, more is always better. That's why my bookie instantly doubles all your first-time deposits. With double the funds, you can double your action and, more importantly, double your wins. Getting in on the action has never been easier. I can bet with all my favorite currencies, including crypto, and with all that extra scratch, why not get in on the biggest matchups of the week at my bookie? As we inch closer to the NFL playoffs, there are some pivotal games to be on the lookout for this weekend, including a showdown between divisional rivals, the San Francisco 49ers, and the Los Angeles Rams. Behind MVP candidate Matt Stafford, the Rams are looking to continue rolling as they take on the fierce Niner defense. The Rams are legit. Bet them to cover the spread. Don't wait. Head to MyBookie today to redeem your double deposit bonus so you can get in the game and start winning now. Use promo code MURF. That's my promo code MURF, M-U-R-F, to receive double your first deposit instantly. That's double your money. That's the promo code MURF, M-U-R-F, so you can double your funds to double your winnings. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. So why do we hate the Chiefs? Well, there is a multitude of 
reasons. Is, is it back to me again? No. Hold on. Hold on. You're, you're coming back. So there's a multitude of reasons to hate the Chiefs, but here's the origin of it. So I want to take it back. Uh, we've got a few minutes here before we jump into see a fan's mailbag and hear from you. But here's the origin. Here's why we hate the Chiefs. Their battles are legendary. Red of Okay, hold on. I'm going to say something real quick. On this soundbite, you're going to hear a lot of camera. The, the, the name of this show was called In Focus. So they have like camera effects during the whole thing. So that makes what me that, so mad. I know. That's that. what's going on. Jealousy and contempt and nurtured into full blown hatred. The Oakland Raiders and the Kansas City Chiefs have waged wildcat war for over 40 years. Well, the rivalry started in, in the AFL. It's rooted as deep as it can be with that. The AFL were these eight franchises, mostly frustrated owners who couldn't get into the NFL. The Raiders were kind of a late add-on, and they were a doormat in the early years of the AFL when the Chiefs were in Dallas as the Dallas Texans. And the Chiefs moved to Kansas City about the time an assistant coach named Al Davis took command of the Oakland Raiders. General manager and head coach Al Davis epitomized the Raider mystique. He was a hustler from Brooklyn. If Al Davis came along today, he would star in The Sopranos. I mean, he was that kind of guy. (laughs) Watch your back. Al Davis is around. He has this image in Kansas City that's probably mythical, a Darth Vader-like creepy guy that wears silver and black jumpsuits. And for years, there was talk that he would put bounties on Chiefs players so that his Oakland guys would go get him in a game. Come on. Davis didn't care how you played the game as long as you win. The famous mantra, just win, baby. I think the way he sort of inflamed the rivalry is the way he treated the people that were on the opposing sideline. There was a reason why, somewhere down the line, somewhere in history, why these people derived such a hate for the Oakland Raiders. If Al Davis wore the black hat, Chiefs owner Lamar Hunt sported the white. Lamar Hunt is congenial. He's classy. He is one of the originals. When He's you meet bum. him, you feel like you're oh in the presence gosh. of some great president. If you look at those two organizations, they're so diametrically opposed. You've got the Chiefs, who are the most collegiate of the NFL organizations. They couldn't have facial hair. They wore ties. And the Raiders pretty much, they were the rebels. They did and dressed and looked the way they wanted. But they became on their the best teams out of that league. The Raiders built their team to beat the Chiefs. Al Davis had this mantra that in order to get to the championship game, you have to build your team to win the division. It was all pretty simple. Whoever won the Western Division was going to probably uh, win the AFL. All right, I love that, man. The Raiders were... We're built to beat the Chiefs, and you got to beat the Chiefs. You got to win the division in order to win the, uh, the, the then the AFL, and of course, and I think it's the same thing. Like I think that's still is very uh, you know uh, relevant in today's conversation, the contemporary conversation. The Raiders are built to beat the Chiefs, and if we don't beat the Chiefs, we're not going to win uh, in the AFC. We got to win our division, absolutely. Uh, Swag, we got a couple more donations in there. Shout those out, and then I got another thing to get to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the dude with the two dollar donation of the One Nation Foundation. No one is smarter at angles than Djax with and speed. Let's go, dude. Yeah, yes. man, absolutely. And uh, Daniel Mangus with another ten dollar donation. He now has sixty 
bucks in there. <laughs> nice uh, job, said, yeah, Daniel. man, absolutely. He says, "I feel a pick six in this game from our Raiders. I think Haywood is or Hayward is the one to do it. Take it to the house and jump into the black hole." Oh, let's go, man! That, that would, would be, be epic. That would be epic. All right, so in that last. Oh, I was going to play a soundbite and then throw it to you. Well, I, want, I, I, I wanted to get that something on that last soundbite oh, about, okay. Al, about Al Davis. Please, yes, then. So, you know, when you, talk about, when you talk about Jerry Jones and you talk about Lamar Hunt and you talk about these guys that came from money, you know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, 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 you've got, yeah. you got guys that came from money. Yeah. Okay, you got, you got, you got these white-collar guys that – and then you got Al Davis – who came you know, from football? <laughs> who came from who came from football? You know, he was he was he was the everyman. He was he was something that, and, and I think that's why we all liked him because we could relate to him. You know, oh, and, yeah. and, and, and he and you got to remember in that day and time, you know, when the when the Raiders really came to prominence in the sixties and seventies in the Bay Area, that that was out there, man. There was there was people rooting for Patty Hurst. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know what I mean? Because the SLA yeah. were for the people. You know, it would, yes, they were a terrorist organization, but but you you know what I'm saying? It's that I, yeah. mindset. It's yeah. that it's that on the heels of the Vietnam War. It's on the heels of the establishment versus versus the everyman versus versus the young people versus the hippies versus the you know you got you got that group versus everybody else. And Al Davis was this self-made millionaire man who who was taking it to the man. When oh, you know that. when he it, when he was coming on, and that's why people fell in love with him, and that's why what better place to do it than in Oakland, the grittiest of the gritty, you know it was it was it was more than just oh he was a rebel he was a rebel. no man he represented what everybody wanted to aspire to be, you know you can you can be a self made millionaire and you don't have to be a sellout. And that's the difference. Al Davis was never a sellout. Al Davis did it Al Davis's way. And people missed that. Oh, my gosh, Mosh. That's good stuff, man. That's amazing. Right? Like, that's one of, the, one of the things I love about your perspective is that you saw this stuff firsthand. Living in the Bay Area, growing Absolutely. up a Raider fan, like, hearing that, like, all these things that have formed what modern-day Raider fan or Raider Nation, all that stuff is, that's where all that stuff came from. And, like, to hear you speak to that, that, like, yeah, it came from Oakland. And that's why we're, like, you know, and the, the Raiders were, like, becoming popular around the same time as, like, the Black Panther Party and, like, all that stuff. And, like, and, like, that's the, like, the, the element, like, it was so communal and so family and so, like, you know what I mean? It was, it was all about that region at that time. Exactly. And everything that was going on, not even just in Oakland, but even the greater Bay area as well and it's such an important part of our history and, and, that and doesn't they get talked it. about you know, enough. It, 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 the raiders and i'm not dogging or downing or or, or belittling any of the new raider fans at all because i love them all you know they send me t-shirts you know i mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. even though this one's got a hole in it but yeah. the point is the point is is that that the, the being a raider fan kind of became like riding a harley davidson you know, it used to be you were a biker. You rode a hog, you know? Everybody else rode Hondas or Kawasaki's or whatever, you know? But, you, you know, when you rode a Harley, you rode a Harley, you know? And then, and then Harley became, became chic, you know? And you got, right, and you got right. doctors and lawyers, and you got people riding Harleys in shorts, 
My brother would have slapped the snot out. He would have, he would have parked his hog, got off, and slapped the snot out of you when you pulled up to a, a stop sign wearing a Harley with no socks and your damn penny loafers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that and that so that origin of that was where it was at. It it wasn't it wasn't this a lot of these chic, you know, folks that oh I've got season stickers I've got you know and I think that was what a lot of the that was a lot of the the pushback when the move to right, Vegas you know right. where's that or where's that organic you know stuff that in, in the in the parking lot and in the black hole and all that 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 we're gonna lose. So it's you know we we can't miss we can't forget about that we 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 can't lose sight of what Raider Nation really is absolutely and that completely runs uh, against everything that the Kansas City Chiefs and again their collegiate atmosphere and the the polished quote polished nature of the hunts and all that kind of stuff like that's what that's what the Raiders were working against and that's what made this rivalry so beautiful is that you could not have more polar opposite uh, uh, you know teams and organizations in the way that they were constructed and the way that they that they were run and one of the players that we heard in that last clip and that epitomized the idea of what that is none better than Ben Davidson. Ben Davidson was the original Raider badass in terms of on the field play. Yes, hundred percent. Not disrespect or nothing taking away from Jim Otto and all the and LaMonica and all the all the all the all the Warren Wells and all the early greats of the Raiders. But Ben Davidson personified the badass. That what Mosh is talking about. That like counterculture. That you know facial hair and like gritty nature and like playing beyond the whistle and past the rules and all that. That was Ben Davidson. And they actually have a rule in the NFL that is you cannot hit a player that is on the ground post the play. That's a penalty. The reason it's a penalty is because of Ben Davidson, because of a hit on Lenny Dawson. And so I want to play you. This comes from uh, uh, the, the name of the podcast. It's, from, it's a video podcast called Secret Base. They discuss the origin of... Because uh, we hear all the time the Raider rules. There's so many rules in the NFL that were put in place because of the way of the way that the Raiders played or things that they did. And one of them that this rule I've just mentioned that it was put in play because of Ben Davidson's late hit on Lenny Dawson. And these guys do an amazing job of breaking this down. And like this again, going back to the origin of the rivalry. This is why it's so heated because this is the kind of stuff that went on back in the day. Play is like clearly over whistle has blown and I come in like a heat-seeking missile and just like take some dude out that's already on the ground? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Right, it was legal to do that until like, 1976. For yeah. what reason? Like, like I understand. The love of the game, baby. Like, <laughs> you gotta assert your toughness by not touching the guy down with like two hands or something like I that? guess. Like, I don't know. But the whole reason that rule came to play was because uh, the Raiders and the Kansas City Chiefs had that crazy rivalry. It's November 1st, 1970. The Raiders are at uh, Kansas City. So quarterback Len Dawson for the Chiefs is like, Well, we're on third down. We've got less than two minutes. We're up by three. I'm going to just run for the first down, and then the game is iced, and I'll just run out the clock, and it'll be good to go. Yeah. So he does what every modern quarterback does. After he gets the first down, he takes a dive, and he goes down. And we can and all he's go. Thinking, we and can all go home and, you know, hit the shower. Yeah, let's all go in the locker room and smoke cigarettes. And <laughs> yeah, exactly what they did. And, you know, get on a plane and they destroy still it do. or whatever they did. <laughs> yeah. Raiders defensive end Ben Davidson, who's a big boy. He comes up behind Len Dawson, who's already on the ground, and just with the crown of his helmet right in the small of his back, boom, full speed. So that's our boy Len. 
Look at that. Gets, Look at that hoss with the block down. there, by the way. Like, what, oh, what right. are you doing? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like, okay, well, absolutely, yeah. And you then, gotta give him the hands. Here, watch this again. Yeah, okay, so I played really, really bad high school football, and like, the one thing they tell you, like, literally, the first day of football is not to use your helmet as a weapon. Sure. Like, that's literally what he did. And that's precisely what we just watched. That's incredible. It's crazy. All hell breaks loose. And they have this huge bench-clearing brawl. Yeah. There are personal foul penalties on both sides. I'm surprised they even had personal fouls in the 60s, but (laughs) impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Big ups. Right. The penalties offset. So the Chiefs have to replay the third down. They lose the first down. (laughs) On the next third down, they do not make the the conversion. They have to punt on the fourth down, and then the Raiders go on to tie and eventually win the football game because of our man, Ben Davidson. (laughs) This is the best. So not only <laughs> did, we, did, did Ben Davidson invent this freaking rule, or ultimately uh, the, the reason for the rule, but the Raiders cheated and cheated and won because of the what the, the hatred between. And if and if you haven't seen it yet, go find it on YouTube. It's absolutely amazing. Ben Davidson d- basically does a headstand into Lenny Dawson's back, and uh, it, like nowadays. Like, if that stuff happened in today's NFL, like, oh, yeah. it, it would be everywhere. I mean, but, but that's just what they did back in the day, man. If you weren't cheating, you weren't trying. And uh, like Matt Millen famously said, there was a, a, a sign in the locker room. It said, rule number one, cheating is encouraged. Number two was, see rule number one. Like, the Raiders are, are clearly famous for towing the line and pushing it as far as they possibly can. And most of it started because of the freaking Kansas City Chiefs. Hey, you know, they, there's a, 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 this needs to be just addressed really fast. And okay. then we'll move on. Naomi TKO says, I'm a Gen Z Raider fan. Preconceived notions people have about my generation is sad. My whole family is Raiders fans from all the way back in the 60s. I was born in a different time, but I love the Raiders. So I, I think that that is 100% possible. You were born a Raider fan. You had, oh, yeah. no, you had no choice. She had no choice. Or I'm assuming it's uh, she, it's yeah, Naomi. Yeah. So I'm not saying that new Raiders fans can't be dyed in the wool, going for it. You know, I'm just saying that that we have seen an influx of the other. Sure, yeah, absolutely. So that, that was the point I was trying. And we to make. will never look at around here. We'll never bully you for your fandom. Like Absol- the, o- the only requirement that we have around here in terms of qualifying you as a Raider fan, and in which the passion that you f- you chase after it. Once you join, that's it. That's once it. you're once in, you join, it. it doesn't stop. That happened. I mean, hell, we brought you in. You brought me in. We recruited I was a ra- you. I became a Raider fan in 2019, uh, in April of 2019. So I know all about that, and I love that. I'm with that because now we. We can go back and relive all that stuff, you know. So I go this weekend. I'm sending oh you videos. Oh my god! Tell the story, man. This I was is sending great. videos. Yeah, I don't think you've even seen this, Mosh. But uh, but so Saturday we're uh, we're sitting around and I'm I got college football on. I'm flipping through and stuff like that. And my daughter comes and she thinks every ra- every uh, football game is a Raider game. Well, and on the, t- on the TV, yeah. She goes, she goes, which one's the Raiders? Who are we rooting for? <laughs> and I was like, well, this isn't the Raiders, honey. And she goes, well, I want to watch the Raiders. And so I pulled up YouTube and I turned on Black Sunday. Uh, and we watched Black Sunday uh, with John Vicenda and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, and she was just like enthralled in it and stuff like that. So I'm raising her right too and all that. Tell so the story about when she called you from Vegas and, and you told her you were buying her something. She goes, oh, 
Daddy, are you gonna buy me a Raiders something? I'm like, well, <laughs> she rolled her eyes. Yeah. I, I, yeah, she goes. I said, well, yeah, absolutely. She goes, okay, I'll be okay with a Raider present. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. But yeah, man, look, look, we we don't do not disparage anybody's fandom. Uh, not absolutely not at all. And and uh, and we appreciate your fandom, uh, Naomi. I think all we were trying to do is just illustrate the point that like there's a you know there's a roots to all this stuff, and and it doesn't get talked about. Uh, right. in, in right. contemporary Raider talk and sports talk and all that. And so all we want to do is celebrate where that stuff came from. And if you're not aware of it, if you are aware of it, great. If you're not aware of it, all we want to do is kind of hip you to that notion. That's yep. all That's yep. all it's meant to yep. do. All right. Um, so speaking of the hatred, here we go. This is the crown jewel, one of them around here at Raiders Fan Radio. This was from, I don't know, this is like three or four years ago now at this point. Uncle Mosh is famous for his rants. One of my favorite things about Uncle Mosh's rants is that he'll go down a path, he'll turn left, he'll veer left <laughs> for a good while, and then all of a sudden when you're thinking like, where is he going with this? Immediately he snaps it back to the other side of the, of, of, of the flame and lands the, the, the freaking the, the spot perfectly. So anyways, this um, amazing rant we're going to revisit is called The Autumn Storm, is, and this was picked, the name of it was picked by our chat room after we replayed this a couple of times. Uh, I've added in some music to it, so you hear some music on the front and the back end. You'll hear Jeff and I reacting to it. This is not a live reaction. Any, anything you're hearing from, from us is stuff that happened from before, but this is an absolute blast to listen to, so let's revisit it. Let's celebrate uh, Chiefs Week, close it out with The Autumn Storm, and then we're going to jump into the Sea of Fans mailbag and hear from you. Chiefs. I hate the damn Chiefs. I hate them. I hate them. You don't even understand, Swaggle, how much I hate them. Here, so here's my question. Why? 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 Do you Why? Hate the Why? Why is it okay to trash the Queefs? Nay, to have unbridled hatred for the Chiefs. Is it? Is it? Is it because their quarterback remains the only player who's an active member of an NFL team that, when speaking, conjures up images of Kermit the Frog? <laughs> is it because when he and the other KC Queefs wear their uniforms, they remind us of ketchup and mustard on a hot dog, aka Wiener? <laughs> okay, look. It's bad enough somebody would actually ruin, I say, defile a perfectly good sausage made with leftover pork parts, bovine byproducts, and mystery meat with what a dose with a dose of ketchup. When all good and true Americans know if you are older than seven years old, the only acceptable semi-liquid condiment allowed on a hot dog is mustard. Speaking of mustard. Mustard-colored <laughs> uniforms are no excuse to cheer for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I hate them and their incorrigible fans as well. And because we brought up patriotism and all things truly American, let's not go down that rabbit hole about my hatred and disdain for America's team, the Cowgirls. The Raiders may not be America's national team, but they are the one and only nation. 
And our team is not restricted by national boundaries or simple little titles and labels. We are a worldwide phenomenon, a movement, if you will, a collection of passionate obsessives and loyal followers. We are Raider Nation. Yes. Knock on wood if you're with them. But I digress. Back to my original point. Okay. You see, it's very simple. All right. I hate the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> and hate is a strong word. And as I unconditionally support my team in silver and black, nay, love my team, and I am watching a game against any other team, I hate the other team. <laughs> seriously, seriously, how hard is that? Why must you hate them, you ask? Well, let me explain it to you. (laughs) Love and hate are as strong of emotions as you can get. And when I remember slash flashback to the golden days of my fandom and the beginning of my budding affair with the Raiders, if you will, as I began to love and support my team and take football seriously... It was crystal clear to me that when some upstart other team who is hell-bent on my demise shows up to piss on my parade, well, I ain't having it. As my fandom grew and my silver and black loyalty grew, my only recourse was for pure and unadulterated hatred in its finest form. Please don't be confused. I'm not your basic burgeoning curmudgeon who hates everything. In fact, yes, I love my fellow man. I love my Lord and Savior. I love my country. I love my Raiders. I love Swag Jeff. And I love most of my family. (laughs) (laughs) But for four hours, usually twice a year, I shelve my faithful of forgiveness. I choose to forget the oath I took when I joined the service at 18. And I declare those in ketchup and mustard uniforms and their fans, especially their fans, are my sworn enemies. So there you have it. That is my anti-Chief's testimony, my rant, or my confession, if you will. It's the reason, it's my very own personal reason, that I believe 100% in my heart, it's okay. Nay, mandatory. It is a complete must, without reservation or equivocation, for me to trash talk and completely, wholeheartedly, and with everything I have and every ounce of strength I could muster, to declare boldly, with my silver and black cloud head held high, I hate the Chiefs. Yes! Let's go! Knock on wood if you're with me. Oh my gosh, Mosh. So good. That might be the best rant you've ever done. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So good. Oh my gosh, so good, man. All right, let's go. Let's move on to the Sea of Fans mailbag. This is when we hear from you. More of you and less of us is a good thing. Let's kick it off. 
Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is. Oh, he caught it. He All right, appreciate everybody that's joined us in the chat here live tonight at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio, Chronicles of the Black Hole. Our buddy OG Daniel, Aaron Q Dog Raider, of course, our capo holding it down. Paul Edgerton in Shropshire, Mississippi, otherwise known as the UK. Matthew Mangus, Mark Thompson, Alfred Esparza, uh, Running Bear is in there. What's up, Tim? I uh, hope you're doing well, my friend. Uh, Daniel Mangus is in there. Ron the Materator is in there. Uh, Daniel Mangus asks, hey, Murph, are you rapping on Victory Wednesday? Uh, that, was a, oh. uh, that was a deal that we made uh, a couple years ago that if we beat the Chiefs, I would rap uh, because our buddy Mikey used to rap all the time on Mondays with Mikey and Murph. I don't know. That might have been a one-time shot. I don't know. I don't know if, I'm, if, if, if I'll be rapping on this one. But uh, you know, look. I think if we beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead, how about I make that deal with you? If we beat the there Chiefs in there Arrowhead, uh, then I'll do it. If, if that's if that's fair enough. Um, uh, who else was in there? Uh, Matthew, Daniel, Mangus. Uh, the dude is in there. I appreciate you all very very much. All right, so. You can, uh, you can interact with this show a multitude of ways. Again, here in the live chat is the best way every week, uh, 4 Pacific, 7 Eastern, uh, youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, but during the week, you can send us an email, show at RaidersFanRadio.com. That is S-H-O-W at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or you can call us uh, on the Raiders Fan Radio hotline, which is 909-345-3346. And uh, but then, so we're going to listen to your voicemails in a little bit. And if you leave a message three times and it gets pay- played on the air, you re- uh, become a made man or a made woman. And uh, or you can email us an indefinite amount of times. And Uncle Mosh always reads our emails. And Uncle Mosh, who do we have tonight? Greetings and salutations, fine ladies and gentlemen of the Silver and Black Raider Nation. I did have a couple of rhymes prepared. One for our win over Philly, and another to congratulate my team being first in the division and second in the conference. However, the recent incident involving rugs trumps all that. Prayers go out to all affected by this tragedy. Nothing overshadows the loss of life. Several people's words will be forever changed behind this. I cannot lay judgment after such a devastating accident, for I myself and my youth may have made very poor decisions and took risky chances not thinking about the consequences. I only have God to thank as my provider and protector to why I am not behind bars or underground. We witness stuff like this on a daily basis, either through our local news or our personal lives. Hopefully, we all can not only learn from our own mistakes, but also those of others. Let's try not to get caught up in the moment with whatever we are doing. Think about what we're doing and plan to do it. And that's the worst scenario as an outcome. Much love to all of my RFR family. Cherish your time with the ones you care about because none of us are promised tomorrow. Deuces. Raider Roan. Nice job, Raider Roan. That's our good buddy, Tyrone Graves. Appreciate you, my friend. Dear RFR, well, what a beak. What a beak. (laughs) (laughs) What a week it's been for our Raiders. In a span of two weeks, both our 2021st picks were released. In Henry's situation, it's very sad what happened, and my heart goes out to everyone affected by this tragedy. On a brighter note, the Astros lost the World Series, and I was there with my athletic mug, catching all the tears of the Astros fans to drink. Nice! Murph has a picture as proof. Yes. Now, on to the game. It was disappointing how the Giants game ended, but it goes to show one TD in five trips is not winning football. 
I'm very pleased with our defense. They kept us in the game all day and gave us a chance to win in the end, something we couldn't say last year. To all the bandwagoners who want to push the panic button and trade car, seriously, ask yourself. Ask yourself how the a- ask yourself the A's how pushing the restart button works out. Oh my gosh! Every yeah, year, I can tell you it sucks. Deshaun Jackson is a Raider, and I fullheartedly expect him to play Sunday versus KC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, here's the Chiefs' week, and KC, you're next. Raiders. Daniel Mangus, proud made man, 2020 Gemini Man Award winner, sorest loser, 2021. P.S. And this is all in caps. Kermit Mahomes, leave your brother at home because I guarantee you he's leaving with a black eye if he tries any sort of TikTok. Oh my gosh! Nice. So nice job there, and that was uh, Daniel Mangus. Thank you, Daniel. So, Mosh, you probably haven't seen all this. So it's on the Tiki Talk. Uh, yeah, well, so, I haven't seen it. So Jackson Mahomes, Patrick's he's, he's brother, a dumbass. He's a dumbass. He's the one. Remember that was dancing on Sean Taylor's number. Oh, we talked yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So his whole thing is these TikTok dances and whatever. Let me let me let me say something out there to Raider Nation. Is that there's um there's what the setup is is that him. Jackson Mahomes and Patrick's wife a lot of times do these dances and then you'll see Patrick in the background like trying not to pay attention or trying not to like it's a ruse don't everybody's like oh poor Pat no he's in on it this is what marketing choreographed the damn dance absolutely so don't buy into that whole thing that he's a sympathetic figure because these two idiots his wife and his brother are doing these dances and all this kind of stuff and oh poor pat in the background no it ain't poor pat they have millions of dollars worth of marketing teams behind these people the guy's worth a half a billion dollars for crying out loud nothing is by accident don't buy into that it's all a setup what i do ignore scroll past that's what you do with that kind of or stuff. Or it could be like that show, Sister Wives. Could be like Brother Husbands. <laughs> Evening, guys. Hope all is well in Music City. <laughs> the following email contains a rant. I'll let you know when I get there. It's been another eventful few days in the life of a Raiders fan, hasn't it? It's certainly never dull. I was thinking earlier today, what must it be like to be a fan of a team like the, oh, I don't know, Detroit Lions? Just strolling along without any kind of excitement with nothing to look forward to on or off the field. I can't imagine they have a podcast shows or any kind of online content. It just wouldn't be worth it. I bet their equivalent of Dominico's just sells stale bread and cheese with cold water. (laughs) Oh, nice. (laughs) There's certainly no shortage of talking points in Las Vegas. So anyway... I said last week that games in New York make me nervous, and we always seem to underachieve when we play there. Man, I wish I'd have been wrong. I think in many ways a defeat like this is the worst kind because we literally threw it away. Had they beaten us because they were better than us, we could just move on and get over it. But the win was there for us, and we had all we had to do was take it. It was always going to be a concern that the lack of a speedy deep threat would shorten the field for us, and that's what happened. D.C. couldn't find a consistent rhythm. He seemed to be forcing things at times, and we didn't threaten them as much as we would have liked to. As a consequence, we never gained any control over the game and lost our belief in the red zone. A pick six here and a missed 25-yard field, 24-yard field goal. There, and I was, uh, I was just annoyed. That being said, we were always in contention. 
always just one decent play away. But we never took advantage, and that should... And I'm sorry, I lost my spot. We never took advantage and let what should have been a win slip through our fingers. We'll spend the rest of the season wishing we could have another crack at the Bears and the Giants because they were both so winnable and could be crucial defeats going forward. It also puts more pressure on the bigger games to come. Instead of giving ourselves a little room for error later on and and during the run. But we never do things the easy way now, do we? Which brings me to the Tony Montana wannabe. That is Damon Arnett. Oh, jeez. I won't say that I really think because this is a family show, unless the Michelles are on, but I'm <laughs> sick of these idiot players. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Excuse me. For those of you new to the show, everybody in this name, Michelle, has dropped F-bombs. Oh, my gosh. Just out of the blue, too. Out of the blue. Just, yeah. hi, how the, mm, are the, you? The, 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 <laughs> the, the sweetest ladies, and they've been here in the fan cave and dropped the F-bombs. But I'm sick of these idiot players showing such a lack of responsibility and zero respect for the Raider organization. We have so much to be proud of, and these clowns are just making life harder for those around them. Let's hope that's the end of the controversy now. Rant alert. All right, here we go. Suddenly, once again, I've been reading this week that a number within the nation are calling for the head of Mike Mayock. I've made no secret on here that I have been and will continue to be a huge fan of Mayock, and I will fight in his corner when I see fit. So here's my take. I know on his press conference on Monday he took the blame for the Yarnett situation, and that's what a good GM should do, whether he is solely to blame or not. We see it with DC who takes every defeat on his shoulders when we all know it's not certainly his entirely his fault. That's what good leaders do. We are seeing the quality of the 2019 draft, this season in particular, as it takes times for rosters and individuals to mature. The 2021 draft class is also showing early signs of a good return, certainly with Marg, Leatherwood, and Hobbs. Yeah. Coots, Gillespie, and Diablo will come good as well, hopefully, given time. Admittedly, the 2020 class looks poor, although Edwards, Robertson, and Simpson aren't failures by any stretch. The problem seems to center on the Ruggs and Arnett situation. The talent that Ruggs had made him a good pick, and unless Mayock plied the fool with drink and put the car keys in his hand, that's not his fault either. Arnett seemed like a firework ready to go off at any time. There were warning signs. They tried their best to help him, but some people just can't be helped, and sadly, it didn't work out. The draft isn't an exact science, people. Nobody will ever get everything right. It's just not possible. But I guess everybody is a genius in hindsight. Yep. Right? I'd rather forget the crap and remember that the guy was involved in bringing Crosby, Renfro, Jacobs, and Abram to the Raiders. So surely that should give him some leeway. As I've listed above, he's hit on more than he's missed. And then Jerry McDonald confirmed that John Gruden had the final say on all draft picks. So why is this Mayock's fault? He can't and shouldn't be held accountable for things that were out of his control. I'd be very disappointed if Mike Mayock was moved on. The guy is fighting fires all over the place at the minute and doing a damn good job. Maybe I'm in a fan club of one, but let's not cause more unnecessary upheaval. Rant over. Now, 
for week 10 in the Muppets of Missouri. I hate the Chiefs. <laughs> Let's go. I hate the Chiefs so much I don't say it for effect. I really hate everything about them. The players, the staff looking so stupid, and their dumbass color scheme. And don't get me started on the fans and their fake little kingdom. They look as if they have evolved from some form of pond life. As for the game itself, one man makes all the difference, and it's not that amphibian of a quarterback. It's Travis. My family tree only has one branch, Kelsey. Stop him and we win. I'm sick of seeing them escape from a third and 15 by dumping the ball off to that chemical experiment. We've done that too many times in the last few years. Put him in trouble and keep him there. As for Kermit, hit him. Hit him hard. Hit him often. Some will say it's not nice to see someone hurt on the field. Well, I don't care. Hit him hard and hurt him. He hasn't got the stomach for the fight anymore if we do. No easy plays, no easy points, no hiding places, and definitely none of their fans in the crowd. This one is going to be good, Raider Nation. I'm calling it early as a 28-10 Raider victory. Don't let us down, guys. And finally, this week, as I write, we've signed Sean Jackson, and there's a slight chance we could get OBJ as well. Although it's unlikely, I'm happy with Jackson for now. Then we can get Devontae Adams in the summer. If we do sign OBJ, then I'd welcome him with open arms, and we'd have one hell of a wide receiver group. Hopefully, we'd have left all his streamers in Cleveland, though. His steamers in Cleveland, though. (laughs) (laughs) Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Egerton, Shopshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man, five-time, 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 plus one, plus one, winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Let's go, Paul. Nice. Paul. 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 You know what? I loved Paul's rant about Mike Mayock, and this is one of the things that I think that, look, people can get awful short-sighted around things. They're like, the draft is a crapshoot. It always has been. It always will. You're all, right, it always will be, and you're always going to miss more than you hit. The idea is, is that you want to hit at critical points, and if we look at the way that the team was structured, and this is not talked about enough, the low picks – all those players that we love, like Renfro and Crosby and all those all those yes. guys, those are the Mayock picks. Your first rounders that everyone's bitching about, those are the Gruden picks. Exactly. There's a all you gotta do is, is look at the story around Josh Jacobs. The only reason we got Josh Jacobs in the first round is because Mike Mayock put together a cut-up of Josh Jacobs and went into Gruden's office and sold him and said, We have to get this guy. If I'm gonna die on a hill for for any player in this draft, this is the guy. So Cleve Farrell and all 
the people that you want to bitch about, those are John's picks. So the idea of like sending Mayock down the road yeah. is a ridiculous notion. We need to let this guy thrive in a draft, Jeff, Ab- right? Absolutely. Well, and you heard it in Mayock's presser. And, you know, if, if you're good at reading between the lines, when he talked about Arnett and said, Thank and you. said, you know, we knew that this guy had some issues. We saw red flags before we drafted this guy, but there were people in this building. We thought that we could help him. And to me, that was just all but him saying Gruden wanted the guy. I just like this guy, man. I just, yeah. I just like this guy. You uh-huh. know what I mean? You could totally hear him saying a 100%, thing like that. Yeah. 100%. So yeah. Yeah, that, was, that was definitely a Gruden guy. So no, so give, give Mayock the benefit of the doubt. I'm super excited for the 2022 draft to see what a draft looks like with Basaccia and, yes. and, and Mayock. You know Me what I mean? Me too, man. My gosh. Absolutely. Like give Mike the freaking, you know, give him the hammer, man. Let him have the 51% or whatever the heck doesn't matter how you ultimately the vote though give it to Mayock the guy spent a lifetime studying players and evaluating talent yes and uh, man I would love to see what that looks like I'm, I'm telling you man this Gruden thing and I know others have said it too and we've said it in the past it might be a blessing in disguise in the long run man but all right so uh, again more of you and less of us is a good thing we'd love to hear your uh, your your emails and thank you all tonight for those emails and we've got some voicemails to get to and uh, always at the top of this uh, we have every crew needs a captain and we, we refer to them as the made men and the made women is our crew and uh, and so our captain is Aaron the Q Dog Raider we call him the capo Greetings, Don Murphy, Sigler, and Moss, the Boss, Sonny. I thought you were on the Sizzler, Big Raider Trucker, Mojo for When the Universe Speaks, Ramon the Mean King, Keep Getting Stronger King, Swag Jeff, Ron the Materator, Nation. You know, in advance of Veterans Day tomorrow, I salute Army vets who say, This will defend. The always faithful former Marines, Semper Fi, Semper Fidelis. Always courageous Navy vets, Semper Fortis, Air Force vets, Aim High, Fly, Fly, Fight, Win. The always ready Coast Guard, Semper Paratus, and the Space Force, Semper Supra. Active military and fallen heroes, I thank you for allowing me to make this call in English through discipline, perseverance, and sacrifice. Come on. Now, less deserving of praise are our Raiders. They simply <laughs> refuse to seize opportunities. And yet, we sit tied atop the AFC West with those superchargers. Sunday was an annual, infuriating post by week loss. The Raiders crapped the bed yet again in the Meadowlands against those lucky bums, the New York football giants. DC4, whose commitment to excellence was found lacking, having thrown the critical pick six uh, in the deciding play of the game, you know, failed to lead yet again. Sugar Shane, I thank you for pulling up to the crib and watching the game with the bros, but, you know, part of our, uh, you know, side game activity was counting the number of missed tackles by the player that's unworthy of wearing number 24. We stopped counting after five. You know, quarterback Daniel Jones eluded uh, two of the tackles uh, attempted by number 24 on crucial first downs alone. Backbreakers. Listen, Abram is Fugazi, yo. Walker, Waller, yeah, Waller. You know, whatever he's going by these days. I want Darren Waller to get back on the roster and reclaim his ability to be a top three tied in in this league. It might just be a thing officially now with all the drops and, you know, drive-killing lack of uh, focus that he's displayed in the last few games. 
surprisingly, Brian Edwards, he remains healthy, but a total untrustworthy player outside of fourth quarters during home games. Now I had a whole bunch I was going to say about an Ohio State prospect, Damon Arnett. You know, he had some character issues coming into the 2020 draft, but, you know, who cares? I thank Mike Mayock for stepping up and taking blame and 100% responsibility for drafting that clown. I mean, Honestly, what kind of judgment do you have posing with a dog on assault rifle in Las Vegas where the greatest, um, you know, I don't know, assault ra- uh, rifle attack occurred only a couple of years ago? Talk about tone death. F that dude. Now, the signing of Deshaun Jackson, I applaud. And I'm glad we tried out four of the wide receivers and the QBs just to keep our edge and rally the wagons nation because the haters, they're gloating on us. Allow me to channel my inner Bernie Mac by saying, can we make a deal, America? I mean, since black folks don't say get her done, since it's played out by the community, you know, basically that originated that saying, can white folks stop saying woke this and woke that for the exact same reason? Silver linings. Our young old line, they look great this past Sunday. And even Leatherwood, he played a clean game against the Giants. The hit list. The 2020 Raiders draft class. Clee Furl. Jackson Mahomes, Jim Rome, Mike Wilbon, Jason Whitlock, insurrectionist, and that selfish, petty liar, Aaron friggin' Rodgers. Yet, enduring respect and newfound, you know, uh, you know, um, you know, ultimate respect to Colin Kaepernick, who told the truth and was crucified. Yet, th- this other guy, number twelve in the uh, Great White North, you know, um, that let's just go ahead and cut all hope of bringing that guy to Las Vegas. I want no part of him. Because when you endanger others, you lie about it, then you want to get, you know, snarky about it. I got no use for that. That ain't Raider Nation. And we've got a lot of, a lot of dead wood off of our rosters and off of our doggone wish list. He just needs to be another piece of that. Now, did I make the time limit? Hell no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> nice job, Aaron. Nice. He's Aaron the Q Dog Raider, okay. always always bringing thunder. Now listen, I've got I've got a response for Aaron. Come on, okay, listen. Aaron touched on a couple's very sensitive topics there. All right, <laughs> and normally we don't dig in and, and debate and, and heavy round and round on on, on very sensitive topics. Oh, but you're there going was, there, huh? He. Freaking, oh, wait a second. Are he, you going he there? He kind of touched me up a little bit, man. So I'm. <laughs> I'm, I'm digging in. All right. And listen, I, I agree with Aaron like 98% of the time. But those Come 2%, on. he said a couple of things there that I think were, 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 again, very sensitive and very could be controversial takes. Give it to him. So, all right, Aaron. You ready? I like Jonathan Abram. Leave Jonathan Abram alone, man. What the heck, man? Look, look. I, here, here's the thing, man. Like, listen, man. Look, I get it that he plays over his cleats a little bit. I get it. He plays with reckless abandon, ends up out of position, but it's he's doing it because he's overreacting. What is the history of Raiders struggles at the safety position? Mosh has been underreacting. So if you want to, if all we got to do is just pull him back a little bit and just and have it like. We got an amazing DB coach in Ron Milius. All we got to do is just kind of rein him back in, have him play the angles a little bit more. I think Jonathan Abram is going to be a fantastic Raider, and I think ultimately represent the number 24 just fine. And the whole thing about picking on, on Darren Waller, point number two, leave Darren Waller alone, man. Like, what the heck? The guy is playing hurt. You never want to evaluate a player that's playing uh, under injury, man. Like, leave Darren Waller alone. These guys are, this is the root, this is the core of the Raiders going forward part of the core offensively and defensively leave those two guys alone Aaron man I'm telling you man we might have a little debate next time you're here you know you know the only thing that's missing out of that what's that 
Jane, you ignorant slut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Capo, you know I love you, man. All right, next up, let's, let's get to uh, our good buddy, the Raider Critique. Murph, Mosh, Swag Jeff, this is the Raider Critique. And I'm calling you guys right after the Giants game. And, wow, what a shit show that was. <laughs> I'm sorry for the language, but, I mean, I really don't know how else to explain it. We completely fell apart. Offensively, we couldn't even move the ball in the red zone. It was so hard to get the ball into the end zone to even score any points. I was wondering, what team did we actually happen to see on Sunday against the New York football giants? Well, I would like to take this moment to thank Henry Ruggs for completely ruining the chemistry of this football team, putting us in in an emotional downward spiral, and completely blowing it to where we lost to one of the worst teams in the NFL. We already had problems with John Gruden. We didn't need more problems from a player who decided to drive 157 miles an hour down a road that really honestly should not, uh, you couldn't even go 40 on that road even if you really wanted to during rush hour traffic. Now, of course, he did this at 3 o'clock in the morning, but this is absolute garbage. Why does this always happen to us? The bye week is our absolute Achilles heel. For at least the past three seasons, we have not come away with a win after the bye week. And obviously it wasn't happening this year because we can't even stay focused on football because of so many outside interferences and incidents. Raider Nation, Murph Mosh, Swag Jeff, I am so miscombobulated right now. I don't even I, I don't even know how I'm talking to you guys. But I can tell you this, if we don't tighten up as a football team, as a one cohesive unit, this is gonna be a long, long season. We should not be experiencing this right now. Our record is five and three, and we've lost to pretty much three whelps. Because I always call the Chargers whelps, regardless on who they are and what their record is. The Chargers will always be the Chargers. They are chokers by nature. Anyway, I'm out. <laughs> awesome job. He Ray was critique. so fired up. Nice. I love it. Hey, Good I'm, job, Critique. Absolutely. So that's that that fire and that passion that we're talking about, which you root for the Raiders and uh, and Critique is maybe unmatched, man, with the, with the amount of conviction that he speaks. And we appreciate you. And, and if you don't know Raider Critique, he's got his own YouTube channel. Uh, go check it out. I had a nice conversation with him uh, earlier this week. And so great stuff there from uh, from our buddy Raider Critique. All right. Uh, next up, let's. Uh, we're going to obviously we try to keep the show around two hours we're running a little bit over tonight got a handful more you guys good for about another 15 20 minutes all right uh let's go to uh, our buddy he calls himself the northernmost raider fan and he is our good friend kill jadis is there anyone else anyone else that wants to act the fool anyone else that wants to throw away everything that they have earned well i hope you're happy i hope all of you are happy what is so wrong with acting like a respectable human being what is so wrong with being a professional, let me guess. You can take the boy out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of the boy. Well, guess what? All of you need to take whatever backwoods or hoodlum upbringing you've had, figuratively put a block to its head, and empty the clip. There is no room for wannabe gangsters here. This is freaking professional football. 
And this is Bull Seaghub Ingold Thomas. Well, that's very creative. Bull Seaghub Ingold and Thomas. Now, let's just take a few deep breaths, all right? Good job enough cussing, because it's less work for Murphy Nitty. Now, listen, <laughs> just relax. We're doing just fine. It's only your third loss, and we can get it back. Get it back? Have you seen what's going on? This team is starting to remind me of the 1993 Houston Oilers. All this drama kept swirling around like a bad fart in a locked car. The drama <laughs> seems to see them into face playing off a cliff in the playoffs. I'm seeing this with this team. We are this close to three-peating monumental collapses after the bye week. We're about to, we're this close to Assassin's Creed diving off what's supposed to be this D here for us. Well, get out your wings, because we're going to catch the breeze, and you'll feel at ease with some wind that will appease the reeds inside you. We just had a bad game, and we were a bit distracted. A bit distracted? Well, you just let me finish. The Raiders are going to bounce back. That was good. We began with Ruggs and Arnett. What do you expect? Ruggs is young, and Arnett is with a disappointment. I mean, come on. He got his hair dyed red. You know what color's not tolerated in Raider Nation. Now, what are we doing? <laughs> what challenge? Well, if the Raiders beat the Chiefs, we do not say... We are going to interview that donkey. Well, that would be a good idea. <laughs> However, I was going to say that we, if we beat the Chiefs, we should do another rap call. Oh. oh. I guess we could do that. In fact, I challenge everyone in the Raiders fan radio, if the Chiefs get beat, then spit some heat in your next phone call or email. I'm challenging all emailers. The Mangus Quiz, Houston Raiders Steve, Rainbow Winkle, Q-Dog, OG Dan, and all the rest of our park family. The Chiefs get slapped. We all got to rap. Be a good oh, I love it. Politically, give me a retort. Oh, yeah. The Chiefs get slapped. We all got a rap. That, nice. was, that was legit. I like man. it. That was good stuff there from our good buddy, uh, Kill Jadis. All right, next up, like, okay, you know, I don't put my thumb on the scale for these things because we award a sizzler to the to the best email or phone call tonight, and that's Masha's uh, uh, duty there to, to award that. Um, but this was one of my favorites. So so we have uh, folks that are now doing impressions, right? So we, we have uh, Kill Jadis doing Macho Man, Raider Savage. And so the Mangus brothers. Wait, that's an impression. Oh. <laughs> so now yeah. the Mangus brothers, who Mosh has, has often accused of being one person posing as two. Correct. Now is two people posing as three. Now they've introduced an impression into their call. And I'm telling you, this is just my, fa- I'm sorry, it's my favorite. It's so damn funny. Here's the Mangus boys, Daniel and Matthew. Great Nation, this is Yo, Gemini Man Award winner. Should be two times. We won't talk about that. I was wrong. I happen to have with me a very famous Muppet. Hello, Comet Mahomes. How are you doing? Oh, oh thank you for having me on, Daniel. It's really, uh, it's really a pleasure to be here. Mm-hmm. And how do you feel about going against the Raiders' defense? Oh, I think it's going to be a very tough matchup, but uh, hopefully uh, Miss Piggy uh, stays out of the way. Mm-hmm. Are you afraid your brother's going to embarrass you again? I'll tell you about my brother. My brother's nothing but a phony. Oh, really? Now talk about how the Chiefs are going to win. It's not easy. What? Being green. What? Sending me tears of color. Of the leaves. What? What the hell is a Muppet doing in my house? 
Matthew. Oh, oh, oh it's Kermit the Frog. I, I, I got him through I don't care if it's a goddamn pun in the United States. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ow. 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 Stupid Muppet. I know, right? It's interrupting me for some strange reason. And oh, yeah. Hey, Steve. And you're not done with the ass whooping you again. Yet. We got two ones for ya. Suck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Mangus boys! Oh, my glasses are fogging up for all of the audio podcasts. Whenever I crack up, my my glasses fog. That was freaking amazing! They beat up Kermit the Frog! <laughs> so now, for the record, if we keep a score, we've had a donkey named John Elway get shot on the show, and Kermit the Frog is taking a beat down from the Mangus Boys. Oh my gosh, you guys are the best. All right, next up, let's go out to the Canary Islands and hear from our good friend Raider Born Rico. Hey guys, Rico here. So, uh, just a quick message after the game, a couple of days after the game. And I'm going to stand my ground telling you that this is a great team. A lot, got a lot of confidence. Come on. A lot of confidence in all these guys. And listen, whoever we're going to uh, get to help us is going to be welcome. Don't get me wrong, but don't let the green grass fall you. Now, who doesn't have, who didn't have any confidence at all was DC. This loss is on him. This loss is on DC. Horrible performance. Derek Carr, you should learn from your mistakes enough. Every time we underperform, you underperform in the same exactly way. Get over yourself. Get a grip, man. And uh, also the coaching staff, a lot of stupid mistakes. I mean, I know the Gruden is gone. You want to do something different. But listen, second and one, second and one, you run the ball. Now, um, for everybody who was thinking that going to Vegas was a walk in a park, well, I don't know in which world you're living. Of course, we are in Sin City. There's going to be some problems. There's going to be some hangovers. There's going to be some crazy things. Because if you ever lived in this world and you know what Vegas is, I personally been in Vegas. and That's my only America place I visit. Vegas is Vegas, baby. And of course, it's not going to be like walking into a church. So <laughs> well, get over this as well. And uh, last thing. There's always something to cheer for, and I'm going to cheer for the University of Las Vegas. The running Rebels of Las Vegas finally get their win after a thousand years. <laughs> anyway, love you all, and I'm out. Let's beat the Muppets. It's Muppets Weeks. Hate them. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice job, Rico. We love you too, my friend. I appreciate your calls absolutely each and every week. Appreciate the takes and uh, holding it down for Raider Nation on the Canary Islands, man. I know, so, right? So freaking cool. All right, we got one more to get before to. We get, before we get to that, uh, oh. I do want to say uh, oh. last chance. Okay, okay. Last chance. So every $10 <laughs> donated uh, gives you one poker chip. So far, uh, we've had uh, 10 people donate, so uh, so it's not too late to get in the mix. Every $10 donation uh, for the next about five, six minutes uh, gives you a poker chip into the running to win this signed uh, Hunter, or signed, uh, this uh, custom Hunter Renfro oil painting. So, uh, so yeah, get in the mix. 
Awesome, man. Well, and you know, it's funny. You, you, you slipped there and said sign, but I've got a print of it. I'm going to mail to the facility, and I'm going to ask that Hunter signs it and sends oh, it back to us. perfect. And oh, so and that, that would be sweet. another really that cool auction awesome. item, right? Yeah, so absolutely. So appreciate you, Swag Jeff. And yeah, get in there. Uh, shout out the chat real quick one last time before we get this last call. Absolutely. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Raider Born Rico. Uh, uh, Jesse Cardenas is in there. Paul is in there. Raider Gears and Threads is in there. Matthew Mangus, Tyrone Graves, Pyro1975, uh, Anthony Provencio is in there, uh, Lorenzo Q's in there. Uh, we got the whole crew, man. That's awesome, man. I love it. Uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider says, my wife is packing a suitcase. Thanks, Rico. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. And the dude in there with a $2 donation. Farewell, Murph. You're a good dude. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you uh, uh, supporting the show. And uh, yeah, so just, hey, and look at well, in the in the chat room there, like we don't run at each other, man. And so any anybody that uh, so please don't have your feelings hurt by anything. Yeah, just absolutely. know this that we're we're kind to each other. We can differ differ in opinion, and your difference of opinion is welcome. Just don't take a run at anybody else uh, in the chat uh, if you don't mind, man. It's family around here. All right, now next up, let's get to our last call. It is our good friend in Houston. We call him the Houstonian. He is Houston Raiders Steve. Murph, Marsh, Swag, Jeff, Nation, Houston Raiders Steve. Just going to say that um, I always say when I call my friends, always a uh, always a great day to be a Raider. I tell you what, I think Mark Davis has done a great job handling the situation with Coach Gruden, with Henry Rudd's situation, rest in peace, Tina uh, Tenter, and also the uh, situation with Arnett. Um, as you know, back in the days in the '60s, when Al Davis, he, there was a couple of cities that Al Davis wouldn't have the Raiders play in because of uh, the segregation and how blacks couldn't stay in the same hotels as the white players. So he wouldn't, he canceled the games in those cities. We all know how he felt about uh, segregation and about how he felt about fairness, equality, compassion, uh, love your brother and sister as your own. And I think Mark Davis has uh, done a great job considering all that he's been dealt with. As, as far as the Raiders fandom, all of us, we've never been through so much in our life. Being a Raider fan is this last month and a half. We've gone through the whole gamut of emotions. It's been very depressing about the, the loss of life. It's been just heartbreaking about that situation. The whole situation about that is troubling about the Arnett situation, um, about the John Gruden situation, and this has been a very trying time for all of us. I, I stand, I'll, when I die, I'll, I'll be buried as a Raider probably. I've been a Raider my whole life and uh, since the Heidi game, 53 years. Anyway, love you all as my brothers and sisters. I believe in the things that Mark Davis stands for as his father started. And and I take this very seriously. We're all ambassadors when we wear the shield and we have to act accordingly. We want people to think of us as people that care and compassionate. We love our brothers and sisters as our own. On that note, I was going to say goodbye. Nice. nice. Good job, Houston Raiders. Steve, we appreciate you, my friend. Absolutely. I love always uh, hearing from Steve. So the chat room is cracking me up, man. So Rico is in the chat, and I mentioned about Aaron saying his wife is packing to leave. Yeah, the, yeah. And Rico said, tell her to pack light. It's still hot here on the island. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man, so funny, man. That is awesome. I love our chat room, man. If you don't join us live on YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio on Wednesday nights, man, you're missing out. If you can't, you can't. And we appreciate all of our audio listeners. But, man, the chat room is just so dang funny, man. We love it in there. That's awesome. Uh, Uncle, Oh, go ahead, Jeff. Well, Schmucky the Raider Bear with a late $20 donation says, showing up late, but I'm still getting in on this. Nice, nice, And uh, Michelle Sweat with a $20 donation says, give my chips to Ron as well. Go Raiders. Oh, so cool, man. Uh, uh, Lorenzo. Gures said, did my super chat go through? Absolutely it did. Yeah, man. Yeah, your poker chip number uh, 10, pal. 
Awesome, man. Appreciate you, Lorenzo, and all the, uh, all the rest of you amazing uh, donators tonight uh, for, the, for the Renfro picture, and 100% of that money will go to the One Nation Foundation. All right, let's wrap this thing up tonight. So, Uncle Mosh, who is our best of the best? Man, we started it off with some great emails. Raider Roan, Daniel Mangus, and Pauly. Uh, it was wonderful. Capo kicked us off with, a, with another fantastic a reason he's the capo. Right. Uh, Raider Critique popped in there with a uh, poop show recap of the problems <laughs> that we had uh, this the, this week. Uh, Kill Jadis. He said it was like a bad fart in a locked car. He's talking about <laughs> about the, the the game against the, uh, the 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 New York Giant football Giants, and then he challenged everybody. The Chiefs get slapped, we get wrapped. And from ah, what I good. understand, there's a few takers, so it ought oh, to be okay. it ought to be quite interesting next okay, week. Yeah, right. And then the man guy, the man guy did an interview and a beatdown with Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Rico comes in there and he says, we need to be, <clears throat> excuse me, DC needs to be responsible for his actions on the field. And then he says, cheers to the Las Vegas collegiate team who were there, got their yeah, first football win. Cool. Uh, I think he said a thousand years. Houston Raiders, Steve, great day to be a Raider. Wear the shield, be an ambassador. So tonight's Sizzler Award goes to... I am the Sizzler. The Manga! Sizzler. 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 Good job, Manga. Good job, Mangus Brothers. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot that. We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today. From The Walking Dead to Errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. I just want to say that it was brought up earlier, and I'm stealing this line, I don't remember who said it, that somebody explained to Andy Reid that the Las Vegas Strip was not a stake. And he was... <laughs> He was really depressed because we know that he is fat, 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 fat. He's so fat. He's got more of an air vent in his outfits than I do. Nice. He is just a fat man. That's what Pirate 1975 says. My, uh, Murph, can we, get a, can we get a fat of the week to close this thing out? Well, it is Chiefs week, so congratulations, Andy Reid. Fat of the week. You look like melted ice cream. Oh, I can actually hear you getting fatter. Can't be fat. Who's fat? Too fat. Big fat fatty. <laughs> look what Paul said. <laughs> hey, Paul says William Shatner saw him from space. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh my gosh! And for those of you on the audio podcast that can't see, Uncle Mosh has got his official uh, uh, black hole shirt on. That's got one of the pants, pants just blown out. I, and I, and busting I, out of that. Shirt. I, I refuse to get. Shirt. I refuse to get rid of the shirt. I you love, love it. the shirt. Um, well, that's your official. That's your member of the black hole shirt. Yeah, man. And yeah, I, just, I love this. And shirt. you're venting that right side hard. And I, and I don't care. And I, no, I don't care. I, I just, I love the shirt. It's been sewn on more than one occasion. 
But, you know, I, I guess I need to order another triple X shirt, you know? Uh, you're looking good over there, yeah, Mosh, well, no thank matter you, what. Thank you. I love no my shirt. Absolutely. All right. So let's, uh, before we get out of here for the night, let's give this amazing piece of artwork that has been sent to us by our good buddy, Jesus Alvarez. Yes. Appreciate him so very, very much. Uh, this is the original piece, uh, oil on a board. We're going to send it to you. We've had some incredible donations tonight. Swag Jeff, who do we got? Absolutely. So uh, so we kicked it off. Poker chip number one, uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, $20 donation. Uh, Ron the Mater Raider with a little help from uh, from Michelle Sweat and uh, I'm sorry, who, who uh, Lee B., Lee B. Uh, yeah, yes, Lee yes, B. Yes. So, uh, so Ron the Materator has five poker chips. Uh, Tyler oh, Raider, nice. uh, $10 donation. Kill Jadis, $10 donation. Daniel Mengus, uh, the leader of the house tonight with a $60 donation. Wow. Uh, Renegade, a $10 donation. Tyrone Graves, $20 donation. Ashton, <laughs> a $20 donation. Ebony Graves, uh, $10 donation. Lorenzo Q, a $10 donation. And Schmucky the Raider Bear, $20. Uh, we raised $248 Whoa. tonight. Oh, let's go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nice. So, so 100% of that money goes to the one Nation Foundation. Absolutely, it does. So Uncle Mosh is going to be uh, right, reaching his hand in here and uh, fishing out a winner. All right, slide over a little bit, Uncle Mosh. I so was bring uh, swaggo in this her. way. No, this way towards me. Yeah, I way. was. Yep. Uh, I was. Uh, I haven't washed this hand. Well, you didn't. Need I, been, to. I didn't need to because I had Gross. I had some local donut country donuts today and Dominicos and, and Dominicos. Oh, shout out Dominicos, by the to, way. To who I uh, had the Soprano for those of you that get a chance. To go uh, tonight, I got the bucket in my hand, Jeff. If you want to hold up the picture? Yeah, there we go. So uh, get it up there, Mosh. Show them. There we go. Yeah, there's, the there's the chips. There they okay. are. Somebody say stop. Stop. Okay, I got it. All right, here we go. The winner is number S. Or a five, maybe? Or five! Nice. The, the winner is Daniel Mangan! Hey, Daniel! Congratulations. Wow. Give the applause, Mosh. Congratulations. Tonight. He won the, uh, won the Sizzler wow. and... Wow. There you go. Wow, wins the Sizzler and the Hunter Renfro original artwork. That's incredible. That's incredible. I mean, that's what a, incredible. That's a clean sweep for Daniel Mangus tonight. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah, he cleaned up tonight. And uh, and and shout out to uh, to uh, David Perez, uh, who also had a five dollar donation after the drawing. Says, "Sup guys, oh, here's man, some more money." Thank you so very very much, David. Yeah. We appreciate you, man. Raiderborn Rico says, "Double bubble for the Manga." Oh, oh nice. that's awesome, hey, man. Uh, real quick, like Murph, yes, would, sir. You, would you go ahead? Uh, somebody on the, in the chat said, "Hey." Murph, how do I get Murph's Fan Radio shirts? Oh, yeah. So you can get anything Raiders Fan Radio. Just go to our website, www.raidersfanradio.com. Say that a little slower for old people like me. Raidersfanradio.com. You can go there, and there's a tab that says gear, and you can click the gear tab, or you can just go Raiders Fan Radio slash gear, and then that will take you. And there's two buttons on there. So the one button takes you to T Public, which is where all of our stuff is. And then the other button takes you to uh, Fanatics, which is the official uh, seller of Raiders merchandise, like this hat I'm wearing here. Yep. Uh, and we get a kickback from the T Public, or excuse me, from the Fanatics folks for anything that you buy there. It doesn't cost. And that you money any. goes into the foundation. One hundred percent. That money funnels. It goes straight to the bank account for the One Nation Foundation. And so we're building up our our uh, our, our donation 
for really probably for next year. We're building up through the rest of this season. And uh, so, yes, 100% of that money goes through. So RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear and hit one of those two buttons. And Swag Jeff is responsible for setting up all that Public stuff. I got to tell you, man, I just got an order in um, not only for some shirts because, oh, I owe some folks some shirts. I've been waiting for the order to come in. It came today. So I've got your shirts are going to go out soon. Nice. So for those of you on previous auctions where I promised you shirts, the shirts are coming. So trust that thing. is They're coming. But I also ordered myself some hoodies. Dude, the hoodies are badass, Oh, yeah, man. they're great. They're freaking cool. And I just got the Raider Fan Radio logo, the one that's over Mosh's shoulder there, the one that's over his left shoulder, uh, which is the, the, uh, the amazing new logo we have put out by our, uh, our good buddy, uh, uh, Jimmy Zbach. We appreciate him. And uh, so, yeah, anyway, so go to T Public and or, or go to Fanatics. Both places you can get to, RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear. And thank you so very, very much for asking. We appreciate you. All right, so thank you to the chat room. We're just going to... Um, uh, send it off tonight. Appreciate all of you so very, very much for joining us. Your incredible generosity is not unnoticed. Uh, congratulations to all the amazing fundraising that's gone on way outside of us. We all we celebrate you all. A rising tide raises all ships. We thank you so all very, very much for what you're doing to elevate and to lift up Raider Nation, man, and to lift up everybody around us. We appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for what you do to support Raider Nation. <laughs> Tyrone Graves yeah. takes one last shot. Thanks, T. He goes, Uncle Mosh, your other left shoulder. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. That guy. That's awesome, man. All right, let me get out of here, close it out. Swag, Jeff, what you got? Yeah, and thanks to everyone in the chat. Uh, you guys make the show what it is. Uh, Lorenzo Q, uh, Pirate 1975, Matthew Mangus, Ron the Mater Raider, Tyrone Graves, Renegade Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, Running Bear, Arkansas Raider, uh, Jesse Cardenas is in there. Uh, let's see, Darth Vader Raider, Raider Gears and Threads. Paul is in there. Paul? Uh, yeah, Paul. And the Mangus Boys, uh, OG Daniels in there. Uh, let's see. Schmucky the Raider Bear, Raiderborn Rico, Michelle Sweat. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It was a great show. Congratulations to uh, to Daniel Mangus for just, just running away with the entire show. Yes. We, will get, we will get this uh, Renfro picture out to you as soon as possible. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uncle Mosh, take us home. Hey, can I say something real quick yeah, for you guys? Ahead, I got thank time. you, you guys. Mosh and Swag, Jeff, you guys killed it tonight, man. Thank I freaking you, love you, you guys. Thank you, thank you. you guys rock, man. Love you all so much. Hey, hit that like button before you click out of here, all right? Don't forget, you've been listening tonight to my little buddy, Swaggy J, my nephew, Murph. You got your old Uncle Mosh. Oh, by the way, this just in. Andy Reid is fat. He's fat. <laughs> I hate the Chiefs. You've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. What happens in Vegas started at Oakland. Adios, malingerers. Good night, everybody. Good night. Get your shots. Don't lie about it. Oh, jeez. Oh, Too soon? Hey, I'm, I'm not going to say the F word, but the Kansas City Chiefs. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Hit that like button, babies. Good Try night, safe. YouTube. Good night, YouTube. We hate the Chiefs. Yeah, we we hate the Chiefs. No mustard, no ketchup. Till Monday. Come on, Raider Nation. Good night, everybody. God bless.